Yo, episode 73 of the Goddamn Fools Podcast is Evan. Eric. Bianca. I hate, what, I hate saying my name, bro. I hate saying my name. Is that why you did that hand gesture where you're trying to distract yourself? I was trying to get y'all to talk as soon as I said my name. so That you wouldn't hear yourself? I didn't have to hear my name because it like echoes in my... Evan, Evan, Evan. Oh, okay. All right. That's that's plenty out of you All right, come on, today. come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Spotify. Nick looked like podcast, he was having a stroke. Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud. <laughs> If yeah. I had a stroke, I would not be talking right now. No, that's you, very looked, true. you looked like you were having one, though, look, trying to distract yourself from hearing yourself. No, now you just look crazy. No. Oh, but make sure you subscribe, listen. Thanks for listening. Five stars, five stars. S- send a five star rating. Don't be a fucking hater. Um, yeah, not enough, <laughs> not enough of you are, are uh, doing that, guys. So. Ask a fool, gdfools at gmail.com, yeah. all that good shit. Yeah. Um, how's everybody been? Chilling, man. Good. I was sick as fuck earlier this Especially week. You got that's why I got mad energy right now. You got a whole ass immune system. That's why. Yeah, I be around kids and shit. White My wife works in a fucking doctor's office, so. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't Urgent sick. Care. Yeah, but she could carry that shit over to me. But she wasn't sick. She could be a carrier. A carrier. She wasn't sick, though. You, 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 you got like she patient zero or some shit, nigga. <laughs> yeah, like your immune system is the one that failed you. <laughs> I don't know hers. So what? Get better, nigga. Sick ass nigga. She's immune to that shit. I Boy. told your ass. I love you. I hope you get better, but stay, <laughs> stay the hell away. away from me. And here y'all are. You sound Because you better now. T- <laughs> touch me, see if I don't break that hand. <laughs> What's wrong with you, bro? Nigga, try to get me sick like I don't start class this week. Come on, Don't son. think just because I'm out here in boat shoes and no socks, I won't kick you in your face. <laughs> Dead ass. Don't we will jump your fucking sick ass. Nigga, <laughs> Eric's long toenails is going to fucking poke me in the eye. <laughs> I shut, Look like fucking Nick Fury and shit. Lord. I just set my appointment to get my pedicure. When you, I, got, I got big feet, so you know I got to make sure they're taken care of. Oh, yeah, that's man. a lot of square footage to cover. You better, you better buy me an eye patch, dog. I'm, I'll get you one. I'll get you one, nigga. Don't worry about that shit. I told you last Yo. year when I when I went to Carousel for the wedding, I had to get my feet done. The lady looked at me she's like, yeah, your feet are mad big. I was like, yeah, relax, man. <laughs> Just get this shit done. She was looking at her little hands niggas, like, this is going to be a lot of work. They calling them Sasquatch. They was. I know, I know it's weird. You know, I'm only 5'8". I got a size 13 foot. That's not the point. Just get this shit done, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? I know it's odd. It's yeah. odd. I'm an odd person. But let's just get, let's get to this. Do you believe in Bigfoot? Yes, he's right there. Yeah. <laughs> Be in, the, be in the store, niggas be looking at me like, I'm nuts. Why is your short ass in here buying 13s? Because I need them. Shut the fuck up and go get them, nigga. <laughs> Shit. What up, yeah? We did karaoke last night. I went out with y'all. We did. You left, you left the house swagging. Yo, because I have to, I'm done coaching, so I have to wake up in the morning. Mm. Yo, it's fire. I, it's so hard for me to get like all different groups of my friends out at one time, but I got like a good representation of all of my friends out last night. Like, not all of them, obviously, but a good representation of them. Yeah. So I was happy. That was fun. I hadn't done karaoke in a minute, so and I did Evan one left song. I yeah. need to do more. It was but... crowded in there last night. Yeah, man. yeah, it was, yeah. it was packed, but it was a good time. You know, it was chill. Nobody got beat up, so that that's always a no, plus. No, it's always a plus. We can go out and have a peaceful evening. Yes. Because if we go out local, <laughs> yeah, no. nigga, niggas be nigga. Although some white girl did clutch her purse when I walked over to the bar. Uh, I thought maybe she'd do that because of me. Because I walked on a bomber jacket. Me, me and Eric walked over to the bar. And um, like I was like right behind her, about to order a drink. She looks at me, she smiles, I smile, and then she turns around and like 
five seconds later, she grabs her purse and puts it over her shoulder. Oh, God. <laughs> Sitting at the bar, puts it over her shoulder. I'm like, I, I just started laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, I was more focused on the girl that was outside on the patio sobbing oh, for 30 straight minutes. Damn, yo. it was that long? Yo, she cried. There was snot. Like, yeah. it was like a whole thing. You know why she cried? Why? Because they were singing that Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga song. Yeah, oh, that's a sad-ass fucking song. <laughs> that's why she cried. No, I think so. I cried too. Y'all just ain't see it. <laughs> yo, you are the most like. <laughs> yeah, I just watched that movie this week, yo. I, I haven't seen born. it. I haven't it's seen trash. It I, just want, I just wanted to see it because Dave's in it, my nigga. It's Dave. a chick flick. Oh, Dave well, ain't in it till an hour and 20 minutes into oh, the movie. Man, that's a long time, yeah. nigga. Come on, son. They didn't even introduce him. That nigga just, just popped up. Just popped up. <laughs> <laughs> just kicked, him, kicked a drunk nigga on the corner, like, hey, how many times are we going to do this? Yeah, it just came out of nowhere. You don't like anything sad. What did you say to us the other day when you were talking about the, the new pink sweats? Oh, the new pink sweats. That's just dope. But uh, just the acoustic guitar and just it's just sad sounding. Nigga said, the, <laughs> Nigga said the acoustic guitar makes him want to slit his wrist. Yeah. Like yo, what? Yo, it. He has two songs up there, part one and part two, Coke and Henny, and I just, I just wanted to drink myself to death. I'm just trying to understand <laughs> what about just any guitar riffs is going to make him sad because I can see if it's like in a minor chord, then you know. It's sad because it's supposed to be sad. Right. But if it's upbeat and it's an acoustic guitar, why are you sad? Why do you want to drink? Well, I would, I would have to hear the up, maybe the upbeat, not so much, but yeah. like the slower stuff. I'll play a quick sample too. I don't care. What, what about an electric guitar? Do electric guitars make you sad as well? I, I don't know how much music I actually hear electric guitars in. You know, I'm, not, I'm not the musical guy where I could, like, I just like music, but I'm not the guy that could hear an instrument and be like, oh, that's that. That's a fucking banjo. When I was younger, I couldn't. That's um, a fucking Now that I'm a little older, I could tell basic ones. Once you start talking about basses and cellos and different string arrangements, then you lost me. But I know what a piano and a guitar sound like and drums. So, yeah, yeah. This is the Coke and Henny Part 1 by Pink Sweats. There's nothing sad about this. <laughs> this is a fire beat, first of all. Oh, no, it's fire. It's it's great music, but it just I just is like yo, like fourteen minutes of this is enough. It's an EP, so it's short. Yes. There's nothing downbeat about that. <laughs> so this is part two. Yo, this shit is fire. This shit is fire. No, it sounds great. Absolutely. I listened twice, so twenty eight minutes, but not back to back because because we wouldn't be recording this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be in my bathroom hanging. You know what? He'd be at Harvard Medical in the war, dude. <laughs> but check that out. That's just fire. That sounds great. I'm just trying to figure out where you got sad from. The second one, too I too much of it. Too much of it. Okay, That's what it okay. Is. It's too much because the first one's really upbeat. I was like, no, no, no. It, it, yeah, it's too much. This of makes it. you sad. It's it's it's, it's not supposed to be the opposite. Like, yeah. <laughs> now, now the Lady Gaga. And Bradley Cooper shit. Nah, fuck that. No, that's sad. That's a sad ass that's song. That's a sad song. Fuck that. Why does anybody want to be so sad? Yeah. Niggas like to be I sad love, I love sad music. Oh. She likes sad. I don't. I love sad music. It doesn't make me sad, though. Like, nah. No, listening to sad am... music makes me upset. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's why I don't. There's it's, a, it's, it's all about moods. There's a Lupe Fiasco song in his first album, Food and Liquor. Uh, she Say, He Say, about divorce. I can't listen to it to this day. Food and Liquor came out when I was 20. I'll be 33 <laughs> in a few weeks. I can't listen to the song. It's my life in a record, and it makes me upset. I can't listen to it. <laughs> I'm a very and like rapping his ass off. Word. I'm like a very moody, broody person, though. Sometimes, so like sad music just does something like positive for me. Like it doesn't make me necessarily sad. You know I me. Mean? I like drugs. I like drugs and violence in my music. Fuck all that sad <laughs> shit. Man. I like that too. Or, I mean, listen. Or a love song. Uh, and I'm like, I'm I'm somewhere in the middle of music. I don't. 
like, like I was growing just, up, obviously yeah. I liked all that shit, but now it's like you heard it all at a certain point with yeah. like all the violence and drugs and all of that. Sure, but but the new, like, there's new spins all. on it every once in a while that yeah, I enjoy. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Now if you if you if you can go if you got if your boss is up, you can make it sound entertaining. And, and that's why like some of my favorite artists are the versatile ones that can sound differently on different tracks. So it's not all one of the same sounding shit. And right. then I, and for an artist, I want you to do what you're good at. If you're good at one thing, do that and do it well. Everybody tries to stretch out and do different things, which See. I totally get. Like, I don't want to hear a love I song like from... I like, I like the jack-of-all-trades artist. Master some, of none. Fuck that. But, master of none shit. I don't want to hear a love song from Pusha T. Fuck out of here. Right. Rap about drugs. <laughs> if you want to hear a love song, I'll go listen to Stevie Wonder some shit. Don't rap to me about love. I don't yeah, mind it. 15 tracks in a row is like... I don't right. mind it if they're good at it, but yeah. not everybody's yeah. good at it, right? Like, not everybody is a jack-of-all-trades. Yeah. And there's the exceptions for what I'm saying. Right. Like, like you know I, I mean? hated Bri- Bryson Tiller's Rappity Rap Ass album. Yeah, I no, hated okay. it. For starters, Bryson, your bars ain't there. Let's start there. Right. How about you go sit? Remember when Trey Song started rapping? Can you not? Yeah. I'd, I'd like to forget that, thanks. Trey Day was such a good album. He only rapped once on there. I was like, just, just get, get, get it out your system. Yeah. Word. And go back to singing, my nigga. Right. He did that all on, tra- on Trey Day. Because even when he did it, it was just like a verse added to like a quick an R&B, eight. R&B song. He was yeah. in, he was out. He, like Wonder Woman, he did his quick eight, he was in, he was out, he's back to singing. This shit he doing now, or he trying to really mix it up and it's not like good. A, a I don't know what he's doing now because I stopped listening. Yeah, I haven't listened to a Trey song song in <laughs> no. I was I listened to Trey well earlier, and I, I wish he'd just stay there. Yeah, yeah. This nigga went and gained twenty pounds of muscle, cut his hair, and he just wanna he wanna do dumb shit now. He's just a dirty nigga from Petersburg. I understand. <laughs> um, maybe you niggas, if you're listening to Petersburg, Virginia, you already know it's right next to Richmond. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> that's enough of that. Yeah, no. I, I don't mind you being a jack-of-all-trades if it's something you're good at, but if it's not, just leave that up to people who yeah. are good at it. I mean, uh, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know what sound that was. <laughs> She's like, oh, but yeah. It seems like older artists... It sounds like an ad lib. Older artists were better at being versatile. Maybe it's because they had more people around them to help them do things. Yeah. There's some of these niggas doing this uh, all themselves and they really need not to. Right. Because it gets too monotonous. Speaking right. of... What's that? Yes, one of our one of my uh, 2019 something I was looking forward to was Jermaine Dupri producing an R&B album. Did you hear the Usher snippet? No, I didn't hear it. Ooh, <laughs> they back, baby. Yeah. they back. I sent it to y'all. Usher Usher did that uh, trap shit. Nah, he got it. Stay, there's I like there's his, like two songs on that EP. I, I like, want but, uh, Usher. Stay, Usher, stay away from Zaytoven. Stay away. Yes. Fuck. Yes. I want to hear Usher make music that a 40 year old man would be making. Like. I'm tired of Usher trying to like because some artists who are older are good yeah, at that. Yeah, I, he's not one. I don't want to hear Usher sing trap songs. And me, me, I'm just like, if you're gonna do it, just I just want it to be good. I don't care what if you. It's if not that's good what you coming feel from like him. You have to do. <laughs> that's the thing. It's not good coming from him. Yeah. For my opinion, I mean, other people might have liked it. it. There was like two songs. I mean, I don't think there was a terrible song that I'm like, but the, nothing that made me want to go back and be like, yeah, I really need to. Keep listening to this. There was one song I really liked, and then there was another song I was like, "Oh, this is cool." The other ones were just like, ah, "I could do without." Meh. So, but they weren't shitty songs. To, to My thing side. is, like JD and Usher, it's like lightning in a bottle. Right. My way was dope. Right. Eighty seven hundred one dope. Confessions incredible. Here, I, even here I stand is really good. He branched out a little bit there. Then he started trying to do the, he did the electronica shit for a little while. Trash. That, I, I thought that was dope. Nah. I didn't like the electronica shit. Oh my God. No. Uh, baby, I, I, let me love you down. That was, I think that, I like that Usher better than like super slow song Usher. 
Like I like th- I like that Usher better than uh Here I Stand Usher. Okay. Okay. I didn't like Here I Stand Usher. I liked the Moving last- Mountains is probably one of my least favorite songs ever. I love the last song in that album. The title wow. track, the title track is fire. Here I Stand. Is yes. fire. The, 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 the last one on the album? The song about switching places, trading places. Trading that I hate that fucking song. Well, okay. Well, she didn't catch us. Turn it off. Turn it down. Well, okay. Turn it down. Because <laughs> she, she was about to ruin Evan's day. She was about to ruin Evan's day. Okay. Okay. Why? All right. To, to the song is okay. Yeah, no, no, don't worry about it. I'm just, you know. Don't worry about it. Anyway. <laughs> Wait, no, what? The song, okay. No. I just keep like. Spit it out. The song, Trading Places, is, okay. I just, I'm, I'm trying to just move on from it. She don't want to explain it to you, bro. She, 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 no, 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 I know what the song's about. I just right. don't like the song. Okay. N- n- lyrics aside, I meant the tempo to be the, the a- acoustics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I don't like the song. Okay. But are you about to make it about trading places, like the little it's, lyrics? Is I that mean, what you, that's, that's what, what the song's that's, about? But yeah. that's not what that's not what I hate about the song. I didn't. Okay. I don't know but you're not saying anything, so I, I'm, I'm forced I, to assume exactly. what you're fucking thinking. I was trying to move on. I just kept saying. Why? Okay. Just tell me what you're fucking thinking. It's a no, podcast. No, I was gonna comment on the lyrics and the whole like. So then you, I was right in my assumption is what you're telling. Why me. Why you no. trying to make her ruin our day, bro? <laughs> I don't want to hear her say nothing about that. No. That's why I just laughed and said she turned it down. I thank her for that. <laughs> I appreciate her. Move on. Let's go to the next thing, bro. You know? Oh, she's back in the studio with JD. That's important. Yes. They're going to make... They're, old, old niggas like us are real happy about I'm this. I'm real happy about this. <laughs> That's how you know we old as yes. fuck, bro. He, he, there's many ways we yeah. know we're old as fuck. Well, I, I knew. I've, I've known for about three weeks now. That yeah, I, yeah. I ain't young no more, baby. Oh, We've had Miami many, many reminders. <laughs> We've had many, many reminders lately. And then... uh. I saw last night too. They did. Uh, they had the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. Janet got in. Yep. Salute to her. Like, like seeing that, mm-hmm. especially after the whole fiasco at the Super Bowl. They try to act like they don't fuck with Janet no more. It's very weird. Well, like, yeah. like, like she ain't getting niggas fired for NFL. like thirty years. You know what I'm saying? I still don't understand that whole debacle. I don't want to. We've talked about it before, but yeah, I don't. And that's why it. Justin Tillich put out that whack ass album last year that nobody cared about. That album. I feel like I need to see it again to remember. You should. I'm about to Google it. Her titty popping out. Yeah. Okay. I forgot what it looked like. All right. Um, (laughs) moving the fuck on. So that's music. That's funny, bro. Uh I don't know why they stomping upstairs. I'm gonna go fucking. (laughs) We'll lay down the low. We'll lay down the low. Open up a can of whoop ass. Okay. All All right. right. Yeah, we believe you. We believe you. Oh, hey, Janet. Ooh, why her face look like that? She is fifty plus. Then? Oh no, just just a little stressed out there. She's like, Ugh. well, because her titty flew out. I think she felt the air. She said, oh, "Oh no, that was perp. That was playing, bro." Titty hit the cold. It's cold air hit the titty. She's like, "This is not supposed." She to She got be a here. ninja star on her titty, bro. That <laughs> shit was playing. She got a shuriken up there. Yeah, she's about to pull that shit off and throw it at somebody. Sounds painful, buddy. But that anyway. shit will kill you, bro. Anyway, <laughs> as fun as discussing Janet's titty is, moving on. What else you got? Um. Car- Cardi yesterday on music anyway, Yikes. so. Shit that I did. So, motherfucking survive. 
Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> just, I, okay. So I've just replayed us the, the video of Cardi. I'm going in to insert it here. In a, insert yeah, here. In a sad rage. Talking about people discredited her for whatever. And now uh, she's decided to divulge things about her past, which is hilarious. Yeah. But you know. She does a lot of talking, and I don't know why her team won't uh, stop her from talking. When when was this video recorded? Uh, like three years ago? Yeah, three years ago. Because she's like crying hysterically. Like this wasn't, because at first when I heard it, I thought she was, you know, part of her joke shit, but nah. My this, thing shit, is, this shit ain't a joke. She I haven't, dead ass. Like, she did this shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't watch the video, so I don't know. Did she record that herself, or was that yes, recorded it was like a, of it her? Was like a, was it like a Instagram live or something? live, yeah. Okay. So she thing, went on live and said this three years ago. Yep, My thing, Snapchat especially live, back then, the was, yeah. she was, it was, everything was always on Front Street. Yes. She was just a girl from Highbridge in the Bronx that was a stripper that everybody liked because she was funny. Something happened that set her off, and she just admitted all these Dumb things. Yeah. Why are you admitting to crimes online? Don't don't do that. But again, we have to remember too. Three years ago, there was no Me Too movement. There was no right, Times right, right. Up movement. There was no really accountability being held in Hollywood necessarily for behavior. And three years ago, she was not the Cardi that she is right, right. now. She I, had no idea her career was about to be what it I is. I don't. I don't fault her for saying it in the time because you got to judge it by the time she said it in. I'm just thinking of somebody who's been in that world, who does criminal shit, right. to admit criminal shit in it's a place crazy. that is saved is crazy. It's crazy, yeah. You're telling on yourself. It's just, it's, yeah. why are you All doing I have that? is speeding tickets. I don't, I don't admit to the dumb shit I do. <laughs> right. And I got speeding tickets. But I have right. out there somewhere. That's right. what I'm saying. You never know, my nigga. Why are you putting in things that, where people can hear it? And before we, you know, before we go any deeper of criticizing her... <laughs> Robbery and rape are not the same, guys. Just want to throw oh, that out God. there. That's all. Oh, I just want to say that. We're not going to get too deep in the... You goofy niggas. <laughs> oh, my God, I don't even want to get deep bro. in it. Just... They're not the same. Also, anyway. I... I want to point out, too, the nature in which this was occurring. Because men were solicit soliciting her for prostitution. So, it's kind of like the victim harming the victim. Because if she's a... If... Prostitutes are considered in in that that way. They're a victim, but they're also in trouble for doing what they're doing because they're breaking the law. But they're also a victim. You think they're victims? Yes. If if assuming it's not, they're not being forced into it. If they're doing it, it's a. I think it's a service. I don't think they're victims. I think it's a service. I think you're going to someone for a service, and the same thing is like we could say a massage. What's his name? The thing. The thing about Robert oh, Kraft. Wow. Was because it was a sex trafficking ring. Yeah, human trafficking thing. Yeah, um, I, I, I think if that's what you want to do, that it should be legal. Like you know, that's yeah, a, yeah, that's. Yeah. I think that's one of the lines. So it is illegal. I'll give you that. But I don't think she's a victim for participating in that. If that's what she wanted to do, as long as she wasn't forced into it. It's, then. it's tough. But man. she's saying she ha she feels like she had to do that because so she ain't no better. Right. But right. so it's it's like a vic being a victim of your circumstance. Okay. Kind of thing. Being a prisoner of circumstance, right? And uh, I think, too, when people try to uh, equate the two things, it doesn't make sense. Now, if you're saying she's wrong, but, but, you know, drugging somebody is wrong no matter right. what. Yep. Right. Right. Yep. That's wrong. Yep. But to equate robbery and sexual assault, rape, well, to the same thing is wild. And that's why I don't even like, we're not doing that shit. Like, we know it's not the fucking same thing. We ain't going to harp on that to tell people. If you're I, listening, I just, like. I just want you stupid niggas to stop being stupid. Yeah. Please. My, For my, me. But my thing about what Bianca is saying is 
she like a victim, like he became a victim. I don't think she's a victim doing it. I think he's going, a guy is going there for service, man or woman, women going to a guy for sex and he's a male prostitute, you know, it's a service. You know what you're going for. You're not going there expecting to get robbed. It's a dangerous Granted, game, you, too. You, it's, a, it's a gamble. You definitely risk it's that shit. You know what's going to happen because right. everything is illegal going on. But if, you, if you're soliciting somebody in the strip club, especially she's working fucking Sin City in the South Bronx. Yeah. And you're going to go to some seedy motel also in the South Bronx. You expect yeah. this to be like oh, a... Oh, sketchy. Uh, so you expect <laughs> this to be like a the, loving exchange of services? And, no, my nigga. Right. And this is the nature the of, that, of that world. It's... it's I hate to say this because it sounds desensitized, but like that's what happens in that realm of like, yeah, definitely. employment. I don't, I don't even know like how, what word to use. The world there, she was but, in, yeah. The world she was in. The niggas that were approaching her for that knew what it was. They knew that yeah, this was no, a possibility. No. I, I, I agree. I completely agree so with that. I, I still think it's wrong, but I think too that you have to be aware of what kind of game you're playing. Yeah, right. Don't go in there, you know, boxing out of your weight class. And but, then, then expect, and then the shocked. But at the same time, a stripper robbed you. Yes, that's, she I think, you, I think that's along the same logic of, uh, along the lines of, like when you say women, like if women were to get raped, you say, oh, what, what were you wearing? It's like you're victim blaming. I think that's along the same. I think that's a way of victim blaming. I disagree. You think so? You think, I think so. Uh, if, but I, if a man <laughs> is paying for pro- sex, a prostitute, and it's she robs though. him. You're blaming him because he just paid for sex. No, I'm not if, blaming him for getting robbed. But you're you're engaging in risky illegal behavior. Right. It's illegal. And then something risky and, and illegal, illegal happens, happens to okay. you. Okay. Yeah, That's yeah. completely no, no, different than right, a woman right, walking right. down the street and getting raped. I stand corrected. Or, yeah. I stand corrected. Right. If a girl's in a dress, some nigga violates her. Yeah, That's no, no, totally different. Right. Because she what she was doing wasn't illegal. Right. Okay. She had on something she wanted to put on. I stand corrected. Because she was feeling herself that night. But and it's some still, nigga violated her. It still is victim blaming, though. It's a not, the, bit. It's not no, the same it's thing, but it is victim blaming. It's a little victim blaming. blaming. Yeah. Nigga, nigga, be on your P's and Q's. You're yeah. out here buying pussy. Be on your P's and Q's, nigga. Yeah. Stop being stupid. I mean, because it's shady business, right? Yeah. All of it. Like, it, it's not, you're not safe entering in that in that situation. Back in the day, when, Which, niggas, when niggas used to go cop back in the day, we don't do that shit no more. You know, it's, it's legal in most places. You knew that if you were doing it to somebody you didn't know, there was an, a chance that something fucked up might happen. Right. You yeah, need to yeah. be aware of your fucking surroundings. So if you go to your drug dealer and you go to cop a pound, whatever, and he <laughs> and he, he, he robs you, right? He takes yeah, your yeah. money Or he's not on a fucking wire. Or he's not on a fucking wire. Are you, you, everybody yeah, going to jail. Yeah. It's your fault. You're a victim because you, you have, got robbed, you but it's your fault. You have to know the game you're <laughs> like, <laughs> You know what you signed up for yeah. when you went to go cop whatever you're going to cop. You need to be careful. You're, engage, you're engaging in dangerous, risky, illegal behavior. Yeah. No, no. I agree. There's, yeah. But then, so now my issue comes with the fake stories that started popping up oh, God. of men wanting attention from this situation, uh, taking advantage, and ending up on the shade room talking about, yeah, I woke up in a hotel room after Cardi <laughs> drugged me, and I couldn't remember anything, and there was a used condom, and then comes out like a day later and is like, I lied. Like that is you wanted your fifteen minutes that bad, you right? That press oh, money, right? Like, he couldn't, bro. Even, he couldn't even hold on to the lie for longer than twenty four hours. Exactly. Either. It's like, come on, come, come, just like, come on, come on. Could you not? <laughs> Could you not, my nigga? Seriously, word. Like you're just taking a bad yeah. situation and making it worse. But niggas, niggas think this is gonna stop Cardi's money. They got Cardi fucked up. <laughs> Cardi not. Yeah, stop. I, I don't money, think that. that. That money ain't slowing down. This is where the double standards come in. There's double standards for everything. Yeah, yeah. This is where it comes. Eh, not necessarily because Ross's money in. didn't stop necessarily. Yeah, it did. He lost. He, he lost, lost. He lost something, he lost but it didn't stop. 
He lost a uh, sponsorship. He lost his Reebok uh, yeah, sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. Right. Hurt. She may lose a thing or two, but that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna, saying I don't, I don't even know if she's going to lose a thing or two. And I'm oh, saying okay. that's where the double standards come, come in, which as is fine. As, like, there's double standards. As much as we all like Rick Ross, Rick Ross has never been Cardi B. Never in his life. Popularity wise, popularity no. which he which he said on his last album, exactly. <laughs> Ten years in the game, and I'm nobody's favorite. So, so him losing something makes sense because it's not that much of a gamble to lose him, because they can replace him with somebody else who's in that same vein. You not getting rid of Cardi. Pepsi ain't dropping Cardi over some Instagram shit that happened years ago. She's the biggest thing going, other than Drake, Beyonce, and maybe that's it. Maybe some white person I don't know about. That's it. <laughs> Maybe Taylor Swift some shit when she's ready to come back around, some shit like that. But other she than gotta that, have a breakup first, so let oh, her rock. I need to gain some weight too, but that's another story for another day. She she had her bill like this table. It's crazy. Are buddy. you body shaming Eric? Her? Cause she 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 liked to pander a little too much for my liking. Yes. Get her out of here. You can add Miley Cyrus to that as well. Oh. Who is now back to loving niggas oh, again? Is she? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because the is. country album flopped. That shit went plastic because nobody gave a fuck about what she's singing about. So now she's back looking for Migos and Mike Will. Her country album flop? Flop. They didn't welcome her back with open hands? No. Billy Ray couldn't even save that shit. <laughs> and Billy Ray mad popular, my nigga. She should have gotten Correct. a Star is Born soundtrack. Maybe she should have. Maybe it'll help, but guess what? Flop City. So now she's back looking for Mike Will and them niggas. And Mike Will, please stop. Stop. Enough. Anything for a check? He um, making enough money, bro. That's my thing, like. Every every check ain't a good one. Correct. Not when you're making that kind of money. Correct. Um, speaking of scamming, are we are we done with Cardi? Done so. Yeah. It, it ain't gonna stop nothing. Is should so she should she be punished in any way for this or just if they find somebody to corroborate the story and they got to do what they got to do if it's right. not statute of limitations and so be it. All right. Cool. Whatever. But proving that somebody was drugged and, and robbed yeah, is like... Yeah. From three years ago? Yeah. And you're not even thinking maybe that happened before, yeah, before that video that, came right, out? You right. know what I'm right. saying? And, right. one of the, and these niggas is too proud to step up and say they got drugged and robbed by a stripper. So, right. yeah. so stop complaining on Twitter. It's not going to happen. Or but. admitting that, hey, I solicited her for sex exactly. and then she robbed me. Like, Because now you're yeah. in trouble also. Because yep. <laughs> Please Me is not a great song, but it's still in number one. So the money... It? It's close to it. If it ain't number one, it's, it's on its way. And it's not great. <laughs> All right, what are we about? Bruno looked going? like a meerkat in that video, and it's still, they There's still a video. Be, I didn't know there is a video, yes. Uh. Um, speaking of scamming, Jesse. Oh, Jesse Smollett. Oh. Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. Everybody around Jesse's a scammer. Him, Rahm Emanuel, Mark Garagos, everybody. Chicago PD in mass. Don't forget the Nigerians. <laughs> scam, 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 scam. So, to tell the story properly, we got to dial it back a little bit to talk about Mark. Garagos. Mark Garagos. Yeah. His lawyer. Uh, and what happened with Nike? So, uh, Avenatti, who was Stormy Daniels' lawyer, and also tried to represent the some of the uh, some of the victims in the R. Kelly case. And he, yeah, go ahead, sir. And Mark Garagos, who was also Colin Kaepernick's lawyer for a little while, yes, and Jesse Smollett's lawyer for this case, yes, are being investigated for trying to extort 20 million plus from Nike. Yes. Yep. And their big joker was DeAndre Ayan. Mark and Mike. You, you, you weren't going to start with at least Zion Williamson? No. DeAndre Ayan's not that good. I know he went number one. He's not doing much of Phoenix. Devin Booker's doing that. Oh, no, he's balling. 
Is he hooping? He's balling. Too bad they suck anyway. He's, he's averaging like 18 and 10. Yeah. They, <laughs> and they yeah, still yeah, suck. Yeah, yeah. And book yeah. balling, they still suck. That's tragic. And I've heard Phoenix is a great place, but y'all niggas suck. Anyway. So Avenatti yep. tweeted that he was about to drop some information on Nike that was going to expose the scandal. A bombshell. And within about 15 minutes, he was arrested <laughs> and in federal custody. Feds on the door. Hey. So, Michael, are you home? So Nike we flipped that. need you to that. come with us. <laughs> Nike flipped that very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so <sighs> then we find out, like maybe a day later, that Mike Garagos yep. is involved in this as well. And named, he's Jesse's lawyer. He was named the co-conspirator for mm-hmm. the case. So then about 20 minutes after that... <laughs> We see a video of Jesse walking into an emergency court hearing that was not planned. It was an emergency hearing. And then about 15 minutes after that, there you go. Just, to, just to work out the timeline. This all, happened, this, this all happened within 90 minutes. Yes. About 15. I, I was sick in bed when all this was going on. <laughs> and then about 15 minutes later, uh, we get a, a press release that states that all the charges against Jesse have been dropped. Yep. The court case is sealed. Yes, it is. Uh, he has to forfeit, forfeit the his, money. Forfeit his bond, yep. The, the, the $10,000. Yep. Uh, I think they do a few hours of community service or something like that, too. Wait, what do you I mean thought. by forfeiting? He can't get it back. Oh, 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 gotcha. Usually, if you bond out, you get part, you get it back yes. because yeah. you're not fleeing the country. Right. He had to forfeit that. They sealed the records. Yes. All his charges were dropped. And I thought there was something else that has to happen. I thought he had to do community service, but I could be wrong. He already did some community service. Oh, okay. That's what it was. About 18 hours, I heard. Okay. Um, but now the city of Chicago is sta- stating that they want him to pay for, for all the man hours. For the investigation itself, yes. right? Yeah. And then an article dropped about a day later that said that the Chicago PD paid for the hotel stays for the two, the two Nigerians. Nigerians. <laughs> and they, they didn't live in Chicago? I don't know. I don't, who, who, who fucking knows, At this bro? point, they, they might have. Them niggas might live in Lagos oh, and just came over here for the day or some God. shit. Who knows? I, there's, there's so much information here. And then... To, everybody is lying. Everybody. No, everyone. everyone. Everyone is lying. So people Top are, to bottom. Fucking liars. So people are demanding that people owe Jesse an apology. But what I don't think that they understand is how the justice system works. Right. If he was cleared of the charges because he was found to be not guilty... They would not have needed to seal the court case. He would have got his bond back. Yeah, he got his money back. He would have got that money back. Absolutely. Instead, they sealed the court case and held his money because they can't prove he's innocent. And they can't prove he's guilty. That's probably the problem. They can't prove it either way. And there's probably something else in that record about the Chicago PD that they don't want out. There's something dirty in there for everybody involved. So they're like, all right, here's what we're going to do. You can go home. We're going to keep your money. We're going to seal this up so no, nobody, nobody gets hurt anymore. Because after they sealed it, everybody and their mother started reposting uh, articles about Chicago PD settling out of court for the dumb shit they do. Yes. <sighs> and the numbers were pretty big. And, you know, that, that happened after they came out and said they wanted their money back from the resources for the, for the uh, investigation. All right. Y'all, y'all got it all wrong. Okay. Tell us how it went. It's black privilege. Oh, God. <laughs> I hate a stupid motherfucker. I swear to God. Oh Ooh. my God, I hate a stupid motherfucker. Or is it gay Ooh. privilege? No, no, no. It was leftist privilege. Leftist. Oh. That's what it was. Leftist privilege. Oh, I hate a stupid motherfucker. And oh for people Lord. who don't know what that was referring to, they're talking about referring to basically Democratic, the Democrats having privilege as opposed to Republicans. Um, so 
They called it leftist privilege that Jesse got off, which is something I've never even fucking heard of before. <laughs> that Democrats have more privilege than Republicans. like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, and so then a day later, Trump tweeted that he wants a full investigation of Jesse's charges being cleared, uh, which is hysterical because, like, nigga, you're just hanging on to not being arrested your goddamn self. Like, He's you're. Like, I'm, I'm excited to get back to work. Yeah. Yeah, and apparently Jesse is demanding that his team revamp his image now because he, the money has dried up. They don't even know if they're letting him go back to Empire because apparently half the cast believes him and half the cast doesn't. <sighs> mm-hmm. Is he a good actor? Uh, I don't know. I think this is where we got to start asking this question. How good is he to keep his job? This is like the NFL. Like if a player is a fucking superstar. I think on Empire, <laughs> he's important. Because I know he's a he's he's not the lead or whatever that. But, you know, sometimes role players, you, you lose a role player. But he's like maybe the third most important character. Oh, uh, okay. Because I think the other two brothers that play in the family are not as... Oh, the homie I, that uh, was in the new edition joint, right? Yeah, I don't think they have as big of a following mm. as Jesse. Like, I think it's Terrence, Taraji, and then Jesse. So he's a... The three of them in the, kind of are make that show. And, um, and how well is the show even doing right now? How, like, is that show even going to last? I mean, most people I know don't watch it, so I don't really know how it's still on, to be honest. Yeah, I watched two episodes when it first came out. This was like, what, four or five years ago at this point? Yeah. And I saw an advertisement for the new season or like a new episode recently, and they're introducing another child of Terrence Howard's (laughs) that like popped up. (laughs) It's like some little light-skinned nigga that's just popped up that's apparently about to like stir up some shit. So I don't really know what is going on in the show. Um, I stopped watching. So they could write them off if you're in a way. Maybe. It's it's possible, um, but I, I don't really know. I don't know that he gets his job back. I don't know that he can repair his image because everybody is so divided. There are people who believe him, and there are people who absolutely think he's a fucking liar. And I I agree with both sentiments. Like I I don't know what happened. Everybody lied too goddamn much too quickly, and I don't know what happened. And I'll never know what happened. It's a shit show. Because now at this point, even if the truth comes out, I probably oh, nobody's, wouldn't nobody's believe, gonna believe it. it. No, no. No. I don't believe the Chicago PD. I'll never believe the Chicago PD. Yo, all PD. this is over him getting beat up. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. That's it. Somebody threw him a quick beating. Mm-hmm. And they, they're going through all of this. They want their money. He wants to, he, 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 he walked around like he got, he got total vindication. He didn't. But, you know, I, if I was him, you know what I would do? I'd shut the fuck up. Right. Forever. Right. He, he out here acting like OJ. They're going to catch him on a, on a speeding ticket charge, throw his goofy ass in jail. Mm-hmm. OJ beat a murder after got caught robbing his own shit back because he ain't never <laughs> want to shut up. Just shut up and go away. And that's, that's another thing that worries me. Whether I believe him or not is one piece of it. The fact that he has now a target on his back is what concerns me. Absolutely. He definitely got a target on his back now. That's what concerns me because now he's pissed people off and they're going to be looking to, to make they're good. They're going to gun it for him. Yeah. Absolutely gun it for They're going to be looking to make good on what happened. Yep. So that's the part that scares me a bit for him is I don't think he realizes whether he did lie about this or he right. didn't lie about this. He yep. just he just made himself. He just handled it so poorly. Yes. Man. It's like there was no reason to keep going back and forth about it. If this happened, it happened. Do what you need to do on your end and let it go. 
But it was like every time something happened, he wanted to be out front. He wanted to kind of be in the spotlight of this shit instead mm-hmm. of just being like, this happened to me. Nigga called himself the gay Tupac. He did call himself the gay Tupac. That is absurd. It's an absurd comment. And it was so absurd. I just laughed. I was like, all right. Okay, Jussie. Like, it wasn't enough that you got your ass beat in, that, that somebody attacked you, anything like he that. You could have press run. Yeah. It was just very, like, and should you speak about it if it happened to you? Yes. But the oh, way absolutely. in which he did it seemed so disingenuous that it, it just, was like. It was all for a look. That's all yes. it felt like. It all felt like it was for a look. But he fought back, guys. He fought back. And then I'm he, the it, gay Tupac. And then, and then he talked about that he fought back shit like he fucking, like he fucking Mayweather or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. It's just a ridiculous story. Oh, like all man. of it just sounds ridiculous. Yeah. Two, two big, two big niggas came at you with weapons, and you fought, you fought them yeah. off though. I, like I told you, I just can't get over the noose around the neck, man. Like he kept that shit on until the police got there. That's was just like, eh. you could have just, you could have took it off and just held on to it for evidence. But well, uh. what I'm saying now is, <laughs> go somewhere and just go do your job. Just shut up. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Like just act yeah. and and say nothing else. Do nothing else. Don't. Just stay out of people's well, way. Go back on your mm-hmm. mediocre show that a, a few more people care about now. A few, not a lot. They had a they had a hot season that everybody That's what cared we're talking about. about is, like, is that show even in? Like, is that show coming back? Maybe. Never mind him coming back. Maybe is the show coming back? They might get another season out of it. Maybe it got Taraji a movie. I mean, I don't know who went to really see it, but she got a movie out of it. What movie? What men want? Came out in February. See exactly. Oh, oh, oh. A few people saw it. Three or four. Yeah, Terrence Howard had to take this after uh, after he fucked off his uh, his Marvel his Marvel bag because he a dummy. Just this thing, Terrence, you could have been in a Marvel movie. You could have kept me in a Marvel movie. You fucked off the bag to go be Lucius Lion or Lucius, whoever the fuck you are. Lucius Lion. How sick is he? Yeah. How sick is he? The nigga playing him in the Marvel movies is probably making mad money. He got he, he got he got a, a whole new show on uh, Showtime. Oh man, and he's just playing a stereotypical. Black guy. And he's playing Suge Knight. On Fox. Shug, light Suge Knight. Suge Knight. Light Suge Knight. Light Suge Knight. Oh, shit. On Fox. I'd be oh, sick to my stomach, nigga. You hear me? Ooh, I'd be sick. Uh, speaking of investigations. Yes. The Miller Report. Word is that they're going to release this 400-page <laughs> report sometime sometime in April. That's, yes. the, that's the word. The four-page summary that... Uh, William Barr, acting AG, wrote, sounded like a Fox News commercial. Correct. That nobody bought. Correct. So now both sides of Cong- both sides of the legislative branch, Congress and the Senate, U.S. Senate, have requested the full report be released. As they should. And that should have never been a question. So Mueller didn't comment. He, I don't think he said anything after putting in his report. So it was it yet. was someone who read it. That William came Barr out and said they found no proof. Read it, gave anything? a four page summary, and said. He doesn't um, directly accuse Trump of anything, but he doesn't exonerate him either. Mm. And they made it like everyone made it and seem like made it cleared seem like, of everything. Exactly. All the, all that William Barr said was, I mean, he ain't say he did it, but he ain't saying that he didn't do it either. You know what I'm saying? Right. He took four pages uh, to say that he could say that shit in a sentence and said, save me all, save me some time. Yeah. So now they're gonna release this 400 page report. It's gonna be full legalese that the average person cannot understand. Correct. And it's all, I, like I said, I don't know what's going to come of it now, but to vindicate somebody who or everybody around him is going to jail is a stretch. This third, there's been 30 indictments since William Mueller has been doing this. Niggas have been, go, are going to jail. Mm-hmm. Some of them for a while. Robert. Mm-hmm. Robert. 
You said William. William Barr? It's not. It's Robert. You said Barr? William Mueller. Oh, sorry, Robert. Mueller. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> these niggas and these these regular last names confuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just gonna start calling niggas by their last name. Fuck it. Says, well, says Eric. Yeah, another well, nigga with a regular ass name. I understand. <laughs> but like I said, a whole bunch of people are going to jail. Some of them have pretty decent sentences that they're, gonna, they're looking at right now. Correct. Niggas have been telling. They've been in Congress telling. Which is why it's hilarious for people to say there was no collusion. Because exactly. like we've seen all of the connections <laughs> we've seen all of these connections happening. Like all of these humans are going to jail. Yeah. Like so clearly, yeah, that's what's the weird thing. It's like uh, there's so many. There's yeah. So just everybody around you was lying. And you was just there. Oh, well, I'm telling the truth. Right. Get the fuck out of here, man. There's no way on the earth yeah, that right. makes sense. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, somebody will have to probably summarize for the layperson uh, this 400 page report. Yes. Let me tell you something. I know I went to school for political science, but all that legally shit is over my head. It's it's very verbose. It's over my head because they be using words in places they don't need to. This yeah, there's gonna be references to historical cases to set precedent that yes. nobody's gonna know about. It's gonna be a shit show. <laughs> so just get some lawyers together. Give me like a give me like a ten pager. Let's just get a ten. I can read ten pages. Give me yeah. a ten pager about yeah. everything that happened because four hundred in, in in some clear cut English. You know, I took four years of Latin. I understand English pretty well, but legalese is a whole different language. It's just not something we speak. Pages of it's gonna take References. them like a month to get through that shit. Fuck that, man. So, this is what this see this is what you pay your civil service to do. The ones that are that are lawyers, make them do that shit. Yeah, you deal with that shit and tell me what it all means because you expect yeah. me to read all yeah. this. I'm just gonna look at you. No, like, hey, no. I, I say something to jail. So we'll uh, we'll stay tuned. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it. Um, uh, we'll we'll keep it a little low right now, and then we'll get back to the. <laughs> Entertaining shit. Okay. Uh, wow. <laughs> um, wow. A lot of. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna fuck you up, bro. Check this out. I'm trying to be serious right now, oh. and you're wowing me. Oh, because no. I thought you said you were gonna keep it on a no, high note. No, we're gonna keep it before we move on to wow. You still, you still oh. be sad. Okay. Sorry, okay. I get what you're doing. All yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, these uh, uh, the mass shootings. Fuck. The. Uh, oh, okay, okay. I don't even know how to word this. <sighs> yeah. Uh, the people that were involved, survivors, survivors of yeah. recent school sh- were they all school shootings or well, there's Parkland, Parkland, where I think it was which two. was a school, right? Yes. Yeah, Parkland's in a yeah, and then other an part of Florida, Sandy Hook. Okay, uh, I wasn't sure what, if there was like another yeah. if it was just a mass shooting, but no. Okay. So that was that was two years ago at this point now. Yeah, or, Parkland. Or was it was it last yeah, year? Dog, dog, I, there's so many fucking I can't keep up. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't I even remember. It, I want to say what school was with. I think it was 2017. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. But I don't remember. I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, so there was two, if yes. I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yep. Two people. Um, unfortunately, they were younger too. I don't think. I don't think either one of them were 20. No. Um, took their lives. They were both involved in the Parkland shooting. Yeah. And then the father, up here. Mm-hmm. Of the Sandy, Sandy Hook. Hook. Yeah. Yep. Took his own life as well. I think in front of City Hall. Yeah. Town Hall mm-hmm. in Newtown. Oh. Yeah. 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 He was. He was like doing charitable works. He had a. He had a, I think he had a nonprofit set up as well to help victims of yeah. you know violent acts like this, and you know they said they found him found him dead in front of town hall. Um, and and to, wow. to add some information to that of why I think that may have happened um, is because there Sandy Hook is involved right now in a lawsuit with um, AR fifteen makers, right? Okay, you might be. I think is that so. who they're suing? 
I believe they just won I that thought, court case. I thought the NRA was involved at some point, so I could be wrong. Y- yeah, yeah, it's sure. it's it's they're suing so, something around that that world. Yeah, right. So they just got the judge just like um, presided over the the case to yeah. allow them to to start the suit. Ah, so okay, I think okay. they're beginning that process. Okay, um, and I have to imagine that it's probably quite painful. Um, to say the least, to, 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 yeah, I can't fucking imagine. There aren't enough words to even kind of describe how hard that's gotta be. Um, that's probably what I think may have. Drove him to to be that way. Like he needed to be driven. I mean, after you lose a child, is there anything extra that you need? Especially so long after, you know, you gotta be a tough motherfucker. He, 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 it was, that was, seeing him was 2012. Yeah. He's coming up on seven years. Yeah. Right. He's been dealing with all of this. Yeah. And then trying to really, really throw himself into the work he was doing so that nobody else felt the way he felt these past six years. I can't, like I said, I can't imagine that. The kind of toll it's taking on yeah. on his on his spirit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just worried that like that one person, that one kid, you know, that one child doing it. Well, how old did you say the first person was? The, I don't twenty. I don't think, I, I don't think yeah. they were even twenty. No. I think yeah. they were somewhere yeah. between so seventeen like, and nineteen. I, I feel like that might start a trend of that. You well, know? we saw one happen, and then we and saw then another we one saw happen like a week one. later. Yeah, and then a father a week. But do you think too? After Parkland, that, and Parkland like, and Sandy Hook, Newtown are such small communities. Yeah. Like Parkland is an affluent part of South Florida. They're past uh, Fort Lauderdale. Okay. So people there have money, so it's a smaller group of people. Sandy Hook's the same way. Newtown's a very small place here in Connecticut, going down 84, like going towards Danbury uh, in Fairfield County. Small town. Folks there make a decent living. Most of them probably work between Stanford and New York City. And, you know, something like this rocks places like that. Yeah. You think all those little kids, is 20 people in a small school, it's probably like a, a K-8 school or some shit like that. It changes people's lives, man. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, I, you know, I think people are too, dis, too uh, desensitized to people mm-hmm. taking their own lives and the death. And, yeah, no, we and, are. And the heinous shit that happens. We definitely are. Especially in the aftermath of something so terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot. <laughs> I mean, there's just, there's no words that you can put to this kind of situation nah. that... that accurately describes that, how painful and I think some people too that when they, they see people take their own lives they think of them as cowardly right like they couldn't find another way out but you don't know what that person was going through right where their mind was at yeah the fear no, the sadness no. the the rage they felt that they couldn't do anything about My, what happened to them which yeah like a cowardly maybe that's too strong of a word yeah. um, maybe selfish can be I don't the word you use, but but selfish has a negative connotation to it, it which I don't think, I don't think being selfish is a bad like a, a bad thing. And I don't as think bad it, as most people think it is. Right. So when I say it, I'm not shitting right, right, on. Right, right. I'm just saying, you know, it's could, it's definitely a selfish. I just try thing. not to. But you have to, to live with yourself, right? That's what I'm saying. I just try not to judge people who do things like that because I don't know what they're going through. Right, right. right. You know, um, something that I tell my clients and 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 who I would tell anybody is the thing about pain is that it demands to be felt. And when you know that navigating your life, Mm -hmm. um, when you really know that, when you understand what that means, the things that we cannot process because they're too difficult, the things that we try to push down, the things that we are struggling to even, maybe we're we're not running from it, but we are trying to process it, but we're just not getting there. Mm -hmm. No matter until you deal with it, until you can process it, that pain is going to demand to be felt. Yeah. It is going yeah, yeah. to, it is going to uh, bubble up 
in places in your life. Show up in different ways. It, it, it's going to be felt no matter what it has yeah. to do, no matter where it has to show up. You're going to stub your toe and cry like a baby for three days straight. You're going to, you know, uh, go to a movie and it's going to depress you. There, there are, it's going to navigate its way out yeah. no matter how much you push it down or try to outrun it. Um, and when you know that, I think it makes a difference in how you process. But a lot of times yeah, yeah. how you get to the point of suicide, I think, is because pain demands to be felt and you're, you couldn't get there. You know what I mean? It was, yeah. it, it, it's just. You had enough you're, of feeling it, it. Yeah. 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 It's something my, my, my mother always said to me, too, was like, you got to deal with it. Because if you don't, it's going to end up showing itself in a different way. Yes. Like, like you were just talking about. Something you tell you're going to cry or. You know, something, something basic can happen. You know, fucking rage. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I think it's... The little know. things become the big things, and it's going to manifest itself. Yeah, it, all, it, all, it all rolls downhill into something that it turns into a major disaster. And yeah. that's why it's interesting to me when people say things like, you know, people who commit suicide are cowardly or they're, or, or, or even that they're selfish, whether you mean it negatively or positively. It's, it's interesting because there is such a level of pain associated with something like that. Like mm. you don't just, you have to think about what it takes to actually take your own life. It is a conscious and active decision, right? Like yeah. some people will attempt it and fail. Most yep. of the time, if you were successful in it, you, you knew what you were doing. You, yeah. you planned it out. You have to, there's a, a lot of margin of error in the ways that people try to commit suicide. You know what I mean? If you take pills, if you slit your wrists, if there's things that can go wrong in the process and you could fail. Right. But to actually successfully do something like that takes a lot of forethought. Definitely. Um, it's, it's tough, man. It's, it's painful. You think about, I think, too where somebody's going to be if they, you know, shoot themselves. Where they have to be to point a fucking firearm at themselves right. and pull a goddamn trigger. Yeah. You got to think about where somebody's at in their head yeah. to be at that point. And, you know, that's a place, thankfully, you know, thankfully I haven't been. I pray I never am. But right. it's just something, like I said, it's just something I don't think people put enough thought into it. I it think, just ends up being it's so fucked up. I think people feel like they're so far removed from that point of life. Yeah. Like, because they can't imagine it. It's hard to conceptualize being in a space where you feel like there's no other answer no other than way. that. Right. So no they, way out. they feel so removed from somebody who felt they had to die. Yeah. yeah. That that was the only way to process. Yeah. And I don't think we're all so far removed from no. that. No. I think life's really difficult and often very painful. And we have a lot less control over life than we like to think that we oh, do. Definitely. Um, yeah, that's you know. why you, you got to try your hardest not to stress over stuff that's, again, again easier said than done, but yeah. about the stuff that's out of your control because you know, you're going to be miserable. If what you guys are just talking about too makes me think of, ironically enough, a comic book, a dark, The Dark Knight. The Joker, his thing was any any good person can, can go crazy, mm-hmm. and he was going to put somebody through enough shit to make them go bad. It was like a bad social experiment. Mm. And that's and people, like I said, people just don't think about it. Yeah, there's There's, you know... It's just, like I said, it's just super fucked up. You know, hopefully their families can find some closure and get some help as well. Yeah, man. All right. Super well, sad. So yeah, I thought so with you know the families of. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, we're back. <laughs> wow, airlines. Wow. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> wow. wow, airlines. Hey, yo, check this out. When Bianca sent the joint where they repo the plane on the runway, <laughs> I was at work. 
I laughed for five minutes. I showed the person sitting next to me in the cubicle. They're like, what are you laughing at? I said, read this. I sent it to them. I sent it to her. She was like, they rebuild a plane on the tarmac? Yes. On the tarmac. Yeah, my nigga Dog the Bounty Hunter was out there. Yes. Knock, <laughs> knock, knock him on the pilot. Hey, hey, hey. Turn this bitch around. <laughs> Turn it around, baby. It's over. Wheels down. Wheels down. Don't even think about taxiing off, the, off this tarmac. Nigga, you ain't going nowhere. Yo. <laughs> The idea that a plane could be repossessed is hysterical to me. Like, nigga, a whole plane? Yes. A whole plane. Not your your private jet. Not your Cessna. 747 airliner. Repo. So that was the original article, and I read the follow-up this morning. Mm -hmm. Um, They have cease and desist all flights for the WOW airline. They have ceased operations. So there are people stranded everywhere now. Because they had flights planned that have been completely canceled. Yep. My, uh, my friend Jessica, she just came back from Paris. She flew on WoW. Oh, my Ooh. God. I posted the picture. Is Jessica that always comments? Yeah. Jessica went to school. Jessica Shout out to you. And uh, she just came back from Paris. She said, I was on WoW. Jesus Christ. That's Yo. scary. I said, my nigga, I'm glad you're home. Yo, because She would have been in Paris, Paris airport like, I mean, Paris, like is Kevin McAllister's parents. Paris is the worst place to be stranded. <laughs> but Nah, nah listen. Not when your trip's over, because when your trip's over, them funds looking funny in the yeah, light. Trip's oh, over. That's true. Funds looking real funny. You got a check-ins and a savings, the way your account is set up. You're right. Yeah. You call it home, ma. Let's <laughs> see what had happened was. Funny story. Hey. Wow. Uh, the air, the air, the plane that's supposed to get on to come home, they don't exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of need to get home. You know them same day flights be expensive as N- fuck, man. Nigga. You got to call home like, yo, can I borrow $1,200? Like, what? Everybody looking at you crazy. Everybody. You're like, hey, man. Not as calling. Mom, just go to a different room for a second. Let me holler at you real quick. You know what I'm saying? I need you. Are you sitting down, mom? Are you sitting down? <laughs> they gonna think someone died at that point. Yeah, yeah, and and, and don't they though? Yeah. Hasn't somebody? Because uh, thousands of people are stranded, <laughs> all points across the world. Yes. See, this is what Wow gets for having forty dollars transatlantic flights, though. You thought that was gonna last forever, my nigga? See, no. but like, I feel like people are brave. I understand we're all broke. Like, oh, listen, no, this nigga, is not that's, a that's brave. This is yeah. not a poor judgment, like yeah. in, in in this sense. Like, I'm not judging you for being poor. Because even when you got money, then you get more expenses because you yep. can afford. Exactly. Right. Shit. Exactly. Still, at the end of the day, still, man. But like cheap flights scare me. I'm not gonna lie. Boy. Like, Boy. like I'll never fly Spirit yeah. because it scares me. I feel like I'll have a panic attack on the plane. Yeah, like, you have a panic attack. They, they charge you to breathe on the missions. It, but it scares me because I feel like their planes in my head don't operate as well as like planes that that charge actual <laughs> no, money. No. My problem isn't the the plane itself. My problem is the company. You out here playing real funny with the numbers. Yeah, you go. I'm a fucker. I get to the airport. They be like, "Well, guys, funny story, right? We've been doing three dollar flights across the world for like a year now, so we're broke. <laughs> no fucking kidding. <laughs> and barely, you can barely get off the ground for three dollars. Why are you not charging me what you're supposed to for this flight? And like I said, it's fucked up. We got stranded, but you know, a, a repo on the tarmac is fucking hilarious. Yeah, and and having just flown in two flights that were a little rickety oh, for my for my liking, like I just imagine being like on a real cheap flight like that, like a flight across. The ocean should not cost forty dollars. No, like I'm yeah. glad, I'm glad you got to do that because like that's fire, in a, in theory. Wait, wait. All right, I'm thinking we're joking with these forty dollars. Is it really that cheap? No, they're super cheap. <laughs> it might have cost a little more to get across the get across the pond, but let me tell you something. They were cheap. Uh, 
like Super that deep. just makes yeah. me very nervous. Like I feel like my flight should be a little pricey. Like if I'm going to DC, a $90 flight is like, okay, if I'm going to like California from Connecticut, I expect that my flight's going to cost me a bit or, yeah. or, or Hawaii or Paris. Yeah. Like if it's, if I'm leaving the Eastern seaboard and you're charging me $300, I'm fine with it. You know what I'm saying? I get it. Yeah. The plane has to get up in the air. The pilot has to get paid. The, the flight attendants have to get paid. I want enough gas in my plane. You I know? need fuel in my plane so yeah. I don't fall out of the sky. Right. I need to make sure the FAA does what the fuck it needs to do. So I get it. But you know, forty dollars from here to London. Hey, can't beat it with a stick. Get on the plane and hope for the best, baby. I, I see. Yeah. I, 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 I'm not a nervous flyer, but that I would be very nervous. <laughs> like just talking about it makes me oh. nervous. And <laughs> The, the 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 fact that the reaction to the story is the name of the airline. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, yeah. wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nigga, I laughed. Ooh, I laughed. Ooh, my Lord. I hope everybody got home safe. Jesus, <laughs> Joseph, that Fuck. I know niggas was sitting on that plane ready to take off. Like, oh, oh, we're, we're, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> when, the, when the repo man got on the plane, it was like, all right, y'all. Oh, man. I need y'all to get off this plane. Imagine. <laughs> I said, Repo Man, I need to go. Get the fuck out of here. Why did nobody record this? Is oh, my no. question. Six today, something. I'd have been recording everything. <laughs> Repo Man, do you, you got flight credits with these people? Nah. Do you got flight credits with somebody else that can get me where I need to go? Right. Because I got a hotel waiting for me. So let's go. <laughs> fuck that. The downside to traveling, yo. There is a downside, whether people want to tell you that or not. Listen, kids, f- fly, fly, fly with reputable airlines, please. Please, please. <laughs> you know what else? What else? You know what it is though. Mm. When they're that cheap, and you have kids, and you uh, gotta yeah, yeah. bring the kids on. Yeah, yeah. Then it's that's why you're like, oh, I think I'm gonna go travel with Wow this weekend because. Uh, I could travel off four or five of us for the same prices. For, for the yeah. Two of us on a Delta. Right. Yep. And then you just pray. It's a good reason to not procreate. <laughs> if you were looking for a reason, that's a good one. Yeah, there's a few. It's on yeah, my list. There's a few. It's coming. <laughs> you, wait, y'all, y'all, there's a few coming for y'all? No, Jesus, no. Uh, did you just ask if there was a few children coming uh, from us? He said there's a few coming. I, Nigga, are, are you no, crazy? No kids anytime soon, guys? No, oh, okay, no, okay. No, no, all right. No listen, listen man, I can't be the only parent on this podcast. <laughs> yes, you can. You Why are. Not? Why you not? are. Why not, teen dad? Relax. Listen, the topic of children yeah. comes yeah. up a lot. Yeah, look, yeah, yeah. It's almost <laughs> done. I'm almost done. So, ooh, it's almost over, it's almost baby. Over. Like I'm, I'm 28, and so for women, we have a very short time in which we can have children. Like, which gets all in your emotions. Well, it's emotional because it forces our hand a lot of the time. Like, it really does force women into a position of like, I must have a child now, or I may not be able to later. Like, I don't think people realize, and I think we've, I've said this on the podcast before, but like at the age of 33, it's considered a geriatric pregnancy. Geriatric meaning old as fuck. <laughs> like, like that's. I just thought at, of a nursing home. Someone yes, in the nursing home or the pregnant. Ger- yes. Like the geriatric wing in a hospital, like old as fuck is what it means. Like in, in layman's terms. Okay. Um, so that is, it's 33. Like to put it into perspective, like something that I learned in um, my development class that is starting on Wednesday. I don't want to cry. Is that Yikes. we are technically, we are technically adolescents until the age of 24. We are not fully functioning adults until 25 years old. That's a little, more, a little older for some of us. And that's... Biologically. biologically. Okay. okay. 
brain development biologically, we are not fully functioning adults until 25 years old. That sounds about right. Cause yeah, because that's about the time I felt. Because that's when things start to click for you, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, like that was about between the time. twenty-five and thirty, which because, is why everybody loses their minds. Yeah, yeah, because you know that's tw- <laughs> that's tw- that twenty, twenty, twenty-one to twenty-four, twenty-five. That was that was rough. Yes, that was probably the most miserable time of my life. But twenty-five like, m- mentally, mentally, like I was Maybe. not, and then like after that, I started like I, something clicked. I snapped out of whatever funk I was in. Granted, I was on third shift, too, so <laughs> yeah. my brain was all fucked up, but yeah. But 25 to 30 tends to be when a lot of adults develop anxiety problems and things of that nature, yeah. because mm. it's when adulthood really kicks in for most people. Yeah, it's time to grow up. You're um, too, yeah, you're too... And you're trying to too figure... Too old for, quote-unquote... The dumb shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, a, it's a transition, you know, and it's weird because, like, I, I'm friends with people who are under the age of 25 or just hitting 25, and I always tell them, like, I feel like you start to kind of age in dog years after 25, not just physically, but also mentally. Like, something really happens for, for most humans who are developing the way they should uh, after 25. Like, it, it really feels different, and you don't kind of realize it until you have hindsight and can look back at it. Because at 25, I didn't feel that way, but at 28, yeah. just three years later, yeah. I can see the substantial difference in, in in many things, in my body, in my mind, just the way things process for me. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. So, to put that in perspective, <laughs> to, to tie that all in, being a fully formed adult at 25 and being told that by 33 you're an old bitch pregnant is wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and, and the, the things that come along with that. Get, like, this, nigga, get this nigga cane. Fuck out of here. Yeah, like the things that come along with a geriatric pregnancy, like, that's like, it's less than 10 years to procreate healthily right. and be an adult and not, not, while doing it. Not have a high risk or and, risk hurting yourself with a child in the process. Yes. And yeah. meanwhile, at the same time, our life expectancy is getting higher and higher. Right. Yeah. People are living to 100 years old, but yeah. can only have kids for 10 years out of those let me tell you, let me tell you years. Let me something right now. I'm not yeah, trying to yeah. live on it if, it's not, nah. if I'm not healthy. Get me the fuck out of here. I'm good bro. at like 65, 70. Oh, yeah. I, I get to about <laughs> 75, 80. I'm Gucci, baby. Yeah. Like, the, run is, the, run, the race has been run. Uh, I know some 65-year-olds. If I could be 70 like my stepfather, if I could be 70 like he is, he enjoying his life and shit, he's still healthy, good. But if I'm like I'm out here, I'm all fucked up in the game. Get me out of here, bro. Yeah, I'm. I'm all set. That's a long. That's a long time. Like, I don't know that I have enough to do for seventy years of time. I can like, find something to do, but I, you know, as long, <laughs> as long as I'm healthy, I'm good. But once shit starts to break down, get me out of here, bro. Let so me- yeah. So so kids is it's a it's a rough topic, right? Like I've I've come to the point where I'm I'm 28 and single. I are you ready to mingle? Wow. Weird. Boo. Boo. Wow. Throw some tomatoes at this nigga. That, that was That awkward. was terrible. Ugh. Our okay. listeners have been asking, so I just want our, li- our listeners have been asking yeah, if I'm ready yeah. to mingle. They, wanna, <laughs> they ask a fool. <laughs> what kind of oh. scumbag eagles have you got? <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to the airline. Yikes. Yikes. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, whether I am mingling or not mingling is, is not up for conversation right now. That's but hilarious. It'd be <laughs> Be a more interesting podcast if it were. <laughs> For who? I don't want to hear about that shit. Mining, the fuck out of here, nigga. Mining your fucking business is also interesting. Listen, listen, listen. Um, not, to, not to me or the listeners. Okay. Oh, y'all niggas is gross. I, I, give, I give up a lot of my private life as it is, but, uh, you know, I, I, I maintain some, some silence if here. If it makes you feel better, you ain't got to tell me nothing. I thought you were about to say I gave up a lot of my private. Nigga. <laughs> nigga. Yikes. Yikes. Nigga. 
<laughs> this nigga's out of control. Listen to the show. Hey, um, hey, Liz, I told you I'd get her going. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'd find something. Yo, so we were having this conversation at brunch this morning, actually. Liz was there, and uh, me and Eric and her were talking about this and kids and all that. And, and, and because of me and my maybe mingling or not mingling. Um, but oh. so, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like, I have come to a point where I'm not ready to take kids off the table, but I still can't figure out where they fit into my life. And I, I just am so back and forth. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I think I'd like to be a mom. Uh, I don't really fucking know. Cause you, yeah, because you're trying to plan out life, and you have this, I guess you could say, the outline to a puzzle of how you want your life to come together. Right. And you're putting the pieces in, and then, you know, here comes the kid part, and it's a circle. Where does it go? you got a motherfucking octagon here. And it's right. Like, like where does, how do I fit it, that it, circle it, into the it, triangle? It's similar. Like, it should fit in here, but it's not. But perfect it's not... But right, right. Ask the, right. Parent, ask the parent on this podcast, is it something you're ever truly ready for? Uh, I, I was 17. The answer, so the answer is no. I was 17. Um, my wife, you know, we t- we've talked about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if you're ever ready because it's an ex- like we were. <laughs> it's an expense, bro. Yeah, it's an expense with no <laughs> low ROI, <laughs> with no return on investment. Right, like this children are just money grubbers. Talk about like, like it was a bad stock. So they're like they, the, a best friend that just. Spends all your money. Money? A broke best friend. So you ha- you're going to have less money, yep. less time less right. for yourself, and less sleep. There right. you go. Like, there are and, plenty and, of articles. And those are things I like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Same. I also. enjoy those things. That's a, that's a fact. I also, enjoy time. I enjoy fact. money and sleep. <laughs> I, was, I almost said more than, more than my kids. but <laughs> almost. I enjoy them more than the th- Thought of having another having kid. a new one, yeah, there you go. right, and that's and that's a real thing though because there are plenty of articles and research that has discussed the decline in quality of life for parents when they have children. It is a real thing. It is a real thing, and it takes. I think they said like five years after having a baby to catch up on your sleep. But then people think about too the cost of having a child now is exponentially more than us. We were all born mid mid eighties to the nineties, right? right. Yeah. Having a kid back then, having a kid now is vastly different. Very different. Your wages haven't gone up that much. The cost of living has skyrocketed. Yeah. Rent's more. Food's more. You have more expenses because you didn't have a cell phone in the 80s. You got a fucking cell phone. Yep. My mother got one. Cable bill, internet, what the fuck ever. All these things have increased by leaps and bounds. Your money hasn't. Then you add in child care because you got to go to work. Unless you're making... Yeah. High six figures, you got to bring your ass to work every day. Both of you do. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, th- and that's the other piece of it is, is trying to, you know, like trying to figure out the financial part of it, right? Because yeah. I'm not trying to raise children in an environment where we're poor. Like, right. It's live, not, live, live it's, check to check. Yeah, it's not something that I want to do. Not even, not even check to check. You can live decently check to check as long as you don't get laid off, but... It's always Can't a possibility. Right. right. Yeah, it's always yeah, a possibility. Yeah. And, and, and it's something to think about in this economy because, you know, back, back when our parents were having kids, if they got laid off, they could go get a minimum wage job and still take care of us until they figured something out. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they could still pay the rent. You ain't paying the rent minimum wage now, nigga. You're not nah. paying anything with minimum wage you might, <laughs> right you now. Might, you might pay your, your Boost Mobile bill and, and with even with, right. even with child care, it's like oh, it's super almost depending on how much money you make and... It's almost like yo. It's a percentage do, of that. Do I a big keep working, that. or do I just stay home? And right. 
Right, does somebody stay home because it's and the take equivalent? Care of the kids. But then think about it, it too. But people, then you can't do that because then your kids need health care. So it's like now you're forcing to stay at this job, and that's a whole other conversation with right with the universal health care. But you're forcing you're forcing yourself to stay in a job that may not even really pay well, but because there's health insurance there, and your newborn baby needs health needs insurance. Health insurance. Just, right. Just imagine you're not making ends meet. Median wage for a family in America is fifty five thousand. That's for a family. That's for two people working. That's the middle. Literally yeah. the middle of right. what the people make. Low end, high end, the middle is about 55. And granted, like, cost of living is all over the place in America. Right. Say you yeah. live, I can only talk about two places I've lived, Virginia and Connecticut. So what's the median? Median here is a little higher. People here make more money. Not a lot more money. Just a little bit more. Yeah. I think median income in Connecticut is somewhere in the 70s for a family, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. Okay. But think about it. Think just, just one house. One household. There's seventy five thousand dollars coming in. Seventy five. I think I think it's about that. Um, take the rent out. Uh, that's probably twenty thousand for the year. Mm-hmm. Depending if you have a, a house, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, you haven't taken your taxes out yet. I think a check for seventy five thousand after <laughs> after taxes is probably per paycheck if you do it semi monthly. Probably somewhere around twenty three, twenty four hundred dollars a month, a, a check. See, so I, I did the math just now. That's about six seventy three. Oh, what a week! Not, not a, a week. Week. No. Six eighty, sixteen eighty two an hour. Thirty five thousand. Thirty five thousand. Yeah. 30, oh, I did thirty five thousand, but all right. Same. Thirty seven. But yeah, it's, it's somewhere in the thirties. And childcare can be anywhere from ten to twenty thousand dollars a year. Yeah. With That's, 10 being like 10, the lowest. 10's being generous. Yeah. It's probably closer to 20. You ain't talking about your student loans yet. Everybody, mm-hmm. everybody except the very few of us got student loans. Right. And most people making 70000 probably have student, have loans. student loans. Yeah. My student loans I just paid them the other day were $855. Mm-hmm. But that's not making 70000 That's making half of that. Yeah. Because it's a household. Two people in the house. Right. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then so. even, I think you have to make over two fifty. For somebody to stay home and be comfortable. I agree. And be yeah, comfortable. Yeah. Like, because if two, at 250, hopefully you can pay all your bills. You still have enough money to take care of everyone. Because if not, somebody else needs to get their ass, get their ass and go to work. Um, I mean, I, I'll say 250. I mean, depend, it could be on the high side. I say you could do it for less. It's just got to. For somebody to stay home, I'm, I'm, talking, about being, stay I'm home. talking about being comfortable. Yeah, yeah I ain't talking just, about that yeah, penny pension shit you're gonna have to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, right. Because somebody just wants to stay home, they don't want to go right. to work. It needs to. It needs what's, to make sense. What's comfortable? To me, comfortable still is vacation. Still, no, 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 not even that. Comfortable is if something comes up, it's a a thousand dollar emergency, you can pay for it. Right, and, and there's there's savings being saved. And you're, there's you're not you're not crying or okay. calling calling your mother, your rich uncle, and no shit like that when there's a, a thousand dollar emergency. Right, because I'm broke now. If I got a thousand dollar emergency, I'm calling my aunt right now. Please, I'll pay you back later. Uh, I, I guess I'll, I'll say it's a little. I still think it's a little on the high side, but because like, to. are you making two fifty together? No, like, he's no, saying that somebody's staying, staying home, home from work. If somebody gonna stay home, somebody needs to make at least two fifty. Right, but there's if no only one, staying one home, income. So that's, that's, that's no, no, we're no, saying, I, get, I get that. We're saying you, if there's not, only one income, though. Let me go ahead. But if there's two income, it would still need to be two fifty to be as comfortable as you're saying, right? Yeah, still because the it, overall money. That, that means two people's going. Two people are going to work. There's more income to make more money. I don't think you need. I don't think people need to make two fifty combined to 
What you think? It's that? not combined. He's saying I, I get that, but I'm, Bianca, what I'm saying is, there's four people in the household. You're bringing in two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, regardless of who, where that money is coming from. But if it's only coming from one person, you have to take care of everyone. If there's, I get that, but if one, if, if you're making one twenty five and one twenty five, it's still two fifty total. Okay, so but what that, I'm saying that other is, I don't get how that bank account, those numbers. They have their own bank account. They got their own money. There's other ways for but them if to it's make the same money. Total, I don't get. I don't get. What makes a difference whether it's because if one two people are working, two somebody people. has their own indiscretionary money where they don't have to worry about somebody else. If somebody is only making two fifty, they have to take care of everyone. They got to put money in everybody's pocket. They got to put food on everybody's plate. They got to buy everything. If there's two different incomes, two people can split those costs in half, and there's still money left over for everybody to have their own money. You're, not You're saying, what I'm saying the money's the money. You're saying that yeah. the money's the money. It's not always true. Mm-hmm. If there's right. two different incomes, there's people. They can split the bills down the middle. If there's only one thing coming in, only one person can pay for everything. They right. feel all that stress. They feel all that strain, all that pressure to always make that money. Right. If two people make money, there's somebody else can pick up the slack if something fucked up happens. Right. If That's there's only the one person, something fucked up happens, everybody's fucked up. Right. Because okay. it's one, so you're, it's you're one talking, person you're responsible talking if, for four you're people. You're talking 250 and still be like, if you, that person making that 250 were to lose their job for whatever reason. If they save they right, still... they'll be all right. Okay, okay. Right. Because we're saying 250, all so right. your savings account is taken care of. You have, you know, you're putting away money for your children's education. School. You're, you're, because they're probably, if you're making 250, they're probably in private school. So you're probably paying out for their education and saving for their, for their future educations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, okay. It's putting enough money aside for your spouse to have their own money to spend out of whatever money you're making. Exactly. You're responsible for you're four humans you, out of that money. Because if it's two fifty and you lose a job, you lost two fifty. If you're making one twenty five each and one person loses, you a lost one twenty five. Right. You exactly. got one twenty five still coming in. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you're you're not can hustle and destitute. figure some shit out. You right. know what I'm saying? But if it's only one person coming in, some some fucked up happens. Now yeah. everybody got to go to work. And with that said. Nobody's making that money. No. <laughs> Very few people. Very I don't few know. People. Nobody's making that money. I don't know. I, I work in talent acquisition. I uh, say, uh, 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 the be, average Joe. The average, the like, average person. Like, 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 what, Rob yeah, one yeah, of these yeah, things. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? The middle class. Like, well, yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Median's about 55. It's right, a quarter. Right. No, one's, no one is really... Like, people are making that money, but no one is really... Shit, you shouldn't me. I'm trying to In percentage-wise, I don't know how many people are making... 1%. One percent of the one of the percent of the population makes over a hundred thousand dollars. One percent of the population. That's makes why over it was called. The, that's why it was called the one percent. No, no, no I didn't know it was that low. It's low. I didn't know the one percent. Oh, was it that ain't low. a lot. <laughs> it ain't a lot. Wow. I think it's one percent. Something, something crazy makes over two fifty because that was when Obama was in office. The cutoff to raise people's taxes, making over two fifty. Mm-hmm. I think that's what the one percent was about. Somebody that made, that's over that threshold. I could be wrong, but I thought that's what the number was. It wasn't a lot. Because you got to think, if a median's 55, there's probably not that many people up there. There's a lot of people in the Underneath. back making, making less than that. You know what I'm saying? A lot. A lot. So I just got above the median last year, nigga. And I still feel broke. To be among the top 1% of the U.S. earners, a family needs to earn an income of 421,900. Family. What about individual? Uh, the threshold varies significantly among states. In yep. Connecticut, for example, you need an annual income of seven hundred. Oh yeah, hundred to be. You, in can, the you can think all the niggas that live down to on the coast for one percent. So no, you're still not in the one percent if you're doing that. But I do wonder what the percentage is. It's low. Probably fifteen. Maybe ten. Maybe. And you got to think about inflation, cost of living, depending on where you live. All that kind of wild shit. Them niggas down on the coast in Connecticut making all the money, nigga. Yeah, but yeah, no, but we say all that to say <laughs> it's expensive. Right. Kids are expensive. It's expensive. They're an expense. Word on the it street is, is it costs money, nigga. With no return no, on investment. Low ROI. Unless they uh 
That's one of them got a killer fastball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why they kids grow to be six, seven. They got a 40-inch vert, nigga. <laughs> it's an expense, and it's it's a, it's a part of the conversation, right? Like, yes. when you talk about mingling, you talk about dating, like, yep. and having these conversations, it's like, you know, well, do you want kids? Well, do you want kids? Do you already have kids? Like, what are we... Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the conversations we're having at this point, because it's such a big deal. Like, yeah. it's such a big deal, especially when if you think about parenthood in the way that I tend to think about it and how I would want to parent. I, I don't, I don't know. Yo. It's, like, a, I, it's not something I can do haphazardly. Like I didn't make it to 28 without children to just be like, all right, I'm just going to go and get knocked up and figure it out. Like, that's a fact, yeah, you, you know got, what I'm saying? You got to plan that shit. You got to prep for it, save, make sure your money's right. <sighs> I don't know. And, and whose money, like, again, whose money is really right? How are you right ever truly prepared? Right. Before 24, 25. I don't know. I don't I know how many people. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't a playing child, so I don't know how much of that ready shit happens. <laughs> I think, think just, you know, you, you get lucky with some of your parents can, and, can adjust. And right. then you get people that think they're ready, but what? don't understand how expensive it is or understand right. to raise a family. And then they have the, a baby, and then they find out, yo, I wasn't ready. Time, what the fuck now? Cost right. of time, your energy. How much your lifestyle has to change yes. when a child is brought into this world, especially if you're going to do right. Your lifestyle has to change dramatically. But like one of the things people never look at is like the cost of childcare, which yes. if you have, yes. if you and your spouse are employed, you need childcare. And you, you need it for at least nine, 10 hours. Yes. You know? And, and so when people don't look into those things before they have kids, because you know, people tend to get blissed out about making babies. Like it's like such a, and yep. it is a beautiful thing. That's what, that's what I was saying yeah, to y'all yeah, upstairs. Yeah. It's not a. It's not a logical thing. The three of us are pretty logical people. All emotions. Once you start talking about procreation, that it's, logic shit. Yeah, goes out boop, the window. Out the fucking window. They want a baby that looks like them. I want somebody <laughs> to have my face. You know, I want them to have your you want, personality. You want your progeny here on this earth. Yeah. You feel me? And that's dope. And I get yeah, it. Go, but, but, go, go adopt a 12 year old. You'll be at your house in six years. <laughs> but, like, logically speaking, and, and, and true, we are three people who tend to lean towards logic more, yeah. more often than not, I Absolutely. think. Um, logically speaking, yo, there's mad factors. And like yes. childcare has exponentially increased since we were all born. Listen, unless your granny living with you, my nigga, it's going to cost you at least 20 racks a year yeah. to, to, to have like, adequate childcare. And if you're making 40K, that means half your income. Hey, and 40, half your hey, income is going to daycare. And that 40 you make it. You ain't even taking taxes out yet. Yeah. You know that? Why do you sound like that? Because he can turn his mic back on. Uh, <laughs> that's like, nigga, what? That 40 ain't 40. Nah, that 40 is like... Closer to 31 30, to yeah. 33, 33, somewhere around there. <laughs> 33. It's a little closer to that than, than that 40 you think you get. I think yeah. that's being generous. You, yes. 33 is being real generous. It I, is. You might be right. It is. I saw, I saw the taxes that got taken on my check. I think I was, woof. Yes, it's I'm scary. glad I never see it, but Jesus Christ. Right. Fuck. So, so my thing in that is like, you know, it's a factor because you have to think about, like, I have one parent. Yep. You know what I mean? My stepfather has passed. My real father was never around. Mm -hmm. My grandparents are both gone. Yep. I have one parent. Yes. You know, so, like, a lot of people bank on, like, you know, their their parents watching their kid or, mm -hmm. or an aunt or something. Like, my aunts are older. Yep. Like... My first cousins are all in their forties. Their kids are raised like they you, you, yeah, they yeah, like no. The door, baby. Finding somebody that you can trust to take care of your newborn yes, is absolutely a difficult thing because I'm not the kind of parent, or, or I wouldn't be rather the kind of parent who would ever be like, oh yeah, my second cousins, grannies, aunties, 
the 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 neighbor down the street. I I I can't do that. Everybody everybody just call it Big Mama. Don't nobody yeah, really know we where she know came from. Name. You feel me? Yeah, like yeah, man. I can't do that. Being that I am too informed on how often that ends disastrously. Let me tell y'all niggas something now. My mother is an RN. She just got a new job. She ain't taking care of nobody's kids. Right, right. She 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 uh, she she got she got the world to see. Like I think with my mom, realistically speaking, I could probably move her into my home. Yeah, and she would she would maybe be interested in helping me, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah. take care of my children if right, I did right. decide to do that. But even at that, my mom is almost sixty years old. You right. know, yeah. So it's like if I'm planning on doing that, I need to do that yeah. now. And what, and what if she just don't want to? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What she look at say right. no? And I'll I'll babysit every once in a blue, but moving in and. Being um, nana, 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 yeah. right? She might it's just a big deal. You. Exactly, it's a big deal. that's a huge um, lifestyle change. Um, my mother started her job young enough that she's close to, to retirement. retirement. Yeah, retirement, like with years service or whatever. Yep. Um, maxing out is what I guess they call it. They do. Um, and my father's already retired, so it's just like like me. I'm like, huh. but my, you know, it's like again, like. Do you want to do this? My mother going to, right. my mother, my mother, my mother going to Mexico next my month. My mother will love she, it. I got my mother. Yeah. My mother, my mother, See, my mother me, don't travel. My mother, my mother, you got me fucked up. Your mom it's, be all out here. Yeah. Just, Your mom shit. lives the life I want to live. Yeah. With you. Without killing. Nigga, without you. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that. Me too, Dead nigga. ass. I was talking so, to her the other day. Talking about, I'm going to Mexico now. <laughs> Must, must be, be nice. Be nice. Must be fucking nice. I'll be at work. <laughs> right. And, and so, you know, like, these are all things that I think about because it's a real thing. Right. Um, and I don't want to haphazardly go into like, I need a baby. I want somebody with my face, a mini me. And then I wake up one morning and I'm like, damn, I'm giving $30,000 of my hard earned income that I, you know, went to school through my entire twenties and didn't sleep for to a daycare. Because of you. <laughs> or. Right. Yeah. Like, like, because I could see how that could develop resentment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. you don't have a relationship yeah. with your child because you're working all the guy yeah. all the time. And that. And that, that, that factors into, like, you bring this person into the world, you're thinking it's going to be this thing where it's just perfect. You guys are going to be together all the time. You're right. see the world it together. It all sounds great on paper. It all sounds great right. until you wake up one morning, the, clock, the alarm clock's going off at 5.30, you got to bring that little nigga somewhere for 7, and you got to be at work by 8.30. Like, right. I, know, I know people that decided, like, uh, husband and wives that decided to yeah. had a baby, have a baby, yeah. and then work complete opposite schedules, so they didn't have to pay for childcare. Oh, until they never see each other. And then now, now, now you really, got fucked up marriage. Yeah, no, yes, you never, and now your relationship has failed. Yeah. And that's and that's the other aspect yeah. of it is because one, having a kid already is going to take away from your relationship. Yes. Like, are you guys going to love each other and all of that? Sure. Hopefully. But, but, right. <laughs> you, right you, maybe. Hopefully. But it takes. It does. It takes away the focus on being. Yeah, Being two adults in a relationship it's not because about your mom and dad, y'all anymore. It's about this little person that you brought into this world. Yep. You need to make sure that kid is well taken care of, that they're as well adjusted as, of a person as they could be. Depending on the parents, it might be a tall task. <laughs> well, you feel me? Amen. And <laughs> you know, it's just it's a lot to think about, and I don't, people don't. They no. just absolutely do fucking they, not. They don't, and it baffles me when I see people popping out kids left and right, bro. I'm like. You didn't think about any of this? Nope. And maybe it's because 
I have issues with my own personal upbringing and yeah. certain things that happened with my childhood that yeah. it has made me so... Yeah, you feel away. I'm, it makes you really pensive about the whole thing. I was going to say, I'm very pensive when it comes to, yes. to creating a child. Yeah. I overthink it. I underthink it. I think it from the left. I think it from the right. I look at it from over top because I see what could happen to right. children when right. parents are not in a place that they should be. Yeah. Yeah. At least, at least you have a, a real reason why I'm just fucking selfish, man. But, but it, it, which, it's which that too, and back, that's okay. Back to what we talked about, about selfish having a bad connotation to it, or a negative connotation to it. Okay, it could be that. I don't, it, I don't think you're... That, <laughs> I don't that think was it's negative, That's part of my yeah. reasons. Like, you know, when me and my wife were talking about this before we got married yeah, and all yeah. of this, and I'm like, yeah, I want to... I literally told her, like, I want to be selfish. I want to... I had a kid at 17. Right. I'm close to almost being done. I mean, granted, my, my son was like 11, 10, 10, 11 at the time, but yeah. I'm like, you know... I, I don't know. I don't know. It's a big I wanna, deal. But, and think about it too, I really, want to do the. Th- I I wasn't able to do the things normal twenty year olds do. Oh man, we had normal great, eighteen, nineteen uh, year olds do. Great time. Eighteen, nineteen. I was in the house every weekend with my son. Right. You know what I mean? And that's and, real. That's yeah, a real yeah, yeah. thing. Because like, like I switched. Like even with the schedule, I switched over to every other weekend when he was like two or three. Right. So it was just like. And even then, it was I was work. Then I got a job where I'm working nights and working, working weekends. Working a wild schedule, yeah. And so between. Being a dad and working shitty schedule, like my all of my twenties were consumed by that. Right, and right. now it's like, oh, right, wow, I could ch- maybe enjoy it a little bit. And like this is the conversation we were having at brunch, like yeah. with Liz, because you know she had Aiden when she was nineteen, mm-hmm. and so she's talking to me now, like, bitch, don't go get pregnant. Like she, she literally <laughs> does not want me to have a baby because she's she ready coming, to be selfish. She's coming well, to not, a place. It's not to roam them streets, my nigga. She's finishing school. You know what I mean? She's finishing school. Yep. Her and her fiance are in a good place where financially, you know what I mean? Yep. She's got her freedom back. My my godson is very self-sufficient. He's a whole adult of a nine-year-old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like mine too, yep. So she's like, no, bitch, don't go get pregnant. We got shit to do. We got trips to take. And I'm like, I feel you, but you robbed me of my 19-year-old partying because we were taking care of our baby. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like, it worked, I left. It I let all you niggas have your kids. I left. <laughs> But it, it's a real thing. Like, and I feel how she feels about that because I understand it from the, the other perspective. Yeah. But when she got pregnant, like we really had to go into like mom mom and aunt mode, like quick. Gotta like we had to take care yeah, of our baby. Shit out. Definitely. So, you know, like I get that, but it's it's hard. Like you just got your life back. But I think about my twenties. I have spent the entirety of my twenties working school. towards in school. Working towards my career. Yes. Like I have worked my ass off. I'm I'm exhausted <laughs> and my thirties is about to, are about to offer me some freedom. Like, yes, I'm planning on pursuing my PhD, but even in that it's more freedom than I've had in a long time. I'll yeah. be in my career. Like I, yeah. the you'll, end you'll be is working and yes. the end, end is coming. The end is coming. Like, and I won't be working under the thumb of other people. Right. I have so much more autonomy in what I'm getting ready to do. Like that's a big deal for me. I've been working my entire life for this. I think about it too. Everybody comes from a different, like all, all my friends from school, they're most of them are married, but none of us have children. None of us have children. Right. Where I'll be 33 in a few weeks. My best friend will be 34. And the rest of us are, we're all around the same age. No kids. We all went to school when we were younger. We all enjoyed being young and dumb and ignorant and going places, lying to people about our names and all kind of wild shit. Right. But now, you know, they're married. They're getting ready to settle down. What was your fake name? One, one time it was Kevin. 
Um, I forgot the other one. <laughs> but I, in Vegas, I was Kevin from Harlem, and I lied to say I knew Kevin and Jimmy, which the girl, they're, 10, they're 10, 12 years older than me. I don't know why she bought that, but she did. Um, but, you know, Sorry. we all enjoyed being young and not having the responsibilities of having kids. Now everybody's ready to settle down, and that'll start to come soon. You know, so it's always, everybody handles it differently. And it's just, you know, especially if you're coming from two different perspectives. Liz had her kid when she was younger. She's looking at Bianca now like, uh, can you not? Yeah, like she did ask. She said, nah. <laughs> she was like, no. That's a dog. You can't get pregnant. We got let's, shit to do. She was like, let's go put you on birth control. Like, dead ass. <laughs> like, she dead ass is like, no. We're, we're, we're previously, like, when we were a bit younger, like, she was like, go have a baby. I want to be an aunt. Like, go, go have the daughter that I don't want to have because she doesn't want to have any more kids. Yeah. And, and I get that. You know what I mean? She's worked her ass off to get where she is and she's earned every bit of freedom she's got coming to her. And as Eric, as a man, yeah. we ain't under the same no, no, pressures, no, no. That pressures that we are, right? To have kids. And even if we were, I don't know if we would be so pressed. Nobody, like, nobody I don't know if we would be as, you know, as worried about as women are if we if our peak was 33. There's one person in my family who's pressing me to have a child, my grandmother. Nobody else cares. You can Ten years from now, you could find yourself a twenty-five-year-old wife. Oh, now that's you know the emotions <laughs> and headache. all of that. That's, that's another. Headache. That's another Damn. conversation. Damn. That's another conversation. It ain't even happening. You stress me the fuck out. Get the fuck I, I out of here, nigga. I thought you too. Right. Like goddamn. You could find a thirty-year-old wife. Yeah, that's you much know what I mean. But <laughs> I don't, I don't fuck with girls that are twenty-five now, and I'm only thirty-three. I'll be thirty-three in a few weeks. You kidding me, bro? Yeah, but she'll be like a trophy wife at that point. But uh, possibly, possibly. Okay. That sounds, that sounds like a tragedy waiting <laughs> well, to happen too, nigga. Uh, she ain't, t- she ain't taking my little Emmy. lens. Eric and Emmy. Oh God. <laughs> if you think I'd ever marry a woman named Emmy, you got me fucked Just up. Just because the Emmy is a trophy, that was just no. my yeah, play yeah, off yeah, of yeah. trophy wife. We got it. Jesus we got it. Christ. I know it made sense. I got it. Um, <laughs> but but and that's real. But but okay, Evan, think about it this way: you have a son. You, you know, you knocked it out of the park at, at twelve. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if if you had had a daughter instead, would you feel the way that you feel? Because you got your boy, and for men, that tends to be more important. Most men want boys. If you had had a daughter, would you still feel like I'm done? I don't. I don't want a daughter. But that's not what I'm asking Sorry, you. Sorry, I reacted. That's not what I'm a- <laughs> you definitely did. That's not what I'm asking you. I'm asking: Had you had had a daughter, would, would you have still felt like I want my boy? No, because it ain't the boy or girl thing with me. Like when I think of the kids, I think it's just the kid in general and the responsibility that comes with it. That's more of, I don't think. But I'm saying, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I don't think I'd. Taking I don't think the responsibility I'd be going for a boy. out of it. No, but like, no, because I, then you you're getting, if you're taking responsibility out of it and thinking logically, now you're getting into the emotions. That's, that's what I'm asking you. But no, for, no, for most no, men, I, I they, want their, so. they want their son, I right? I don't think they so. They want their junior. Uh, yeah, but I don't think. It's hard. I, I'm a bad question. I'm a bad yeah, it's, it's person. A bad, it's a bad example. Because, yeah, okay, because how, many I people, how many people do we know who had kids? They maybe had girls. And want a boy. the man wants a boy. Yeah, yeah. Kobe's wife is talking about having a fifth and sixth child because she wants a boy. Not even him. Well, they're, she they're wants a, bad a boy. Because like, all this is based around money. and That's just a lot of, that's a lot of people that have a yeah, one place. Yeah, yeah, that's but a lot of personalities like, in one goddamn They got goddamn the money place. to pay for all Now the, you're forcing yourself to drive a minivan. You know, yeah. like, but, but, well, that's, a, yeah. that's, a, yeah. that's another thing. Yuck. Yeah. Yuck. 
Like, I don't want to be a soccer mom. I really don't have interest in that. But, you know, like, <laughs> I want to be a fly-ass mom. That's what I want to do. Okay? That's why they got them third-row SUVs now. Exactly. I'm doing my research. Now. I mean, look, look at this exactly. nigga. Look at this nigga, bro. Put him in the spin <laughs> cycle, bro. Yikes. <laughs> but, like, you know, that's a real thing for people. You know, obviously you love your children or whatever. Maybe you don't. I don't know. I hope you love your children. But, like. <laughs> please. We don't need no more fucked up kids in the world. Love your children, please. But, like, you know, some people really are like, you know, I want my boy. Or right. I, I want my girl. And, and so they, they have one. Going. I, again, I like money more. I like I get it. money, time, I get and sleep it. more than the thought of. But think but about again, the I already who have, don't. I had my boy so young, I never even. You never gave it another thought. I never thought of that, so I can't. I'm, and then I'm just a different person mentally. Listen, listen, man. Anyway, you know, my you brain works differently, so I, I don't. I can't tell you. If y'all, I would feel y'all know how I get about my friends. Especially my friends that are women. I can't have no daughter. Y'all niggas be seen coming to me in DOC. <laughs> yeah. I'll kill one of these niggas. I, y'all, y'all already you know. know. And it's oh, a, I'll kill one of these niggas. It's real because, like, some people may have thought logically about having their first child and it wasn't, you know, the gender that they wanted or whatever. Right. So then they have a second child and, and then they get another girl or another boy and they're like, damn, you know, I just want my other one. And so now you're three children in. Like, <laughs> Yeah, because you think this is grocery shopping. Right. No, and, and we've seen people do this. Oh, like, I definitely have. It's different when you plan and you're like, okay, we want, a, we want a girl and a boy. And you knock it out and you get a girl and a boy. Okay, you, you got what you wanted. You planned for that. You were prepared for it. And you got lucky. But then you have a girl and a girl and you're like, well, we still want our boy. So now you got a third child. Nigga, three children in this economy is, is a lot of children. It's, <laughs> it, it's expensive. Question. Yes. Now this. <laughs> Here you go. Here we go. This go go on to say some fucked you, up shit. You went all this time without saying something crazy, so I'm ready. I know I'm this, ready. This is going to get into uh, government controlling women's bodies real fast. But uh, okay, should there be some type of test before you're allowed to have more children or children in general? Are you prepared financially, mentally? I would mentally? personally like that, but that's too controlling. I, I, I know. That's, that's a, we, we can't be like China. Right. They 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 doing they China's doing, wild, they doing shit in China though. to people to what they want to have kids they run that out. How's of China's room. economy? Uh second biggest in the world, I want to say. Next up. But us. they also make yeah. everything on the planet. So they sure ours do. is I think we're still uh, number one. Just 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 sheer volume. Yeah, if ours is number one. <laughs> yes. Not saying much. Um But yeah, I, should there be some uh, type of I think you can't you can't pre you can't requisites. You can't open that door because then the door's open. And all the other bullshit's running in right behind it. So here's a good question to, to, to expunge off of that, Ev, is on Twitter I have seen it discussed, is having a child when you are financially, you know, impoverished, yes. technically considered abuse? Do you think it should be technically considered abuse? Well, yeah, because the but, shit, the only amount, I mean, I guess. A lot of people are saying no. <laughs> because now you're, putting, well, now you're putting people's circumstances on trial. It might be something they can't even fucking oh, control. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you are. Right. So you're opening up another can of worms. Like I said, if you do you these can, kinds of things, you open Pandora's box for all yeah, kinds of stuff. Because there's a discussion to be had. I will say that. I can't, I'm not going to give you, I haven't thought about this, but and, and there's there a discussion, is a discussion to be had. On no, no, I, I feel you. Yeah, there's a discussion to be had by way of that, especially when you consider if you are somebody who grew up in that kind of environment. Right. Because if, if you have food stamps or all of that. Right. What are you spending? What are you buying with the food stamps? Are you buying fresh veggies and fruits and cooking and, and, up meals every day and all of that? Or are you buying but it's not even necessarily that. Like, shit that's really bad for you that we shouldn't be eating? And I think about things so I think much it's of part like, of it. it is part of it, yes. But I, I also think about it in way of like, are you able to take your child to do things while you're raising them? Right. 
Are you able to take them to see places? Are you able to give them lived experiences right, before they Right, they will expand adult? their worldview outside, are, their, outside their fucking block. Are you forcing your kid to start working at 16 years old, not as a side job so that they can make some money, but as a job because you need them to bring income Make contributions to, to the home, yeah. Um, are you able to put away money for them to go to college or buy a car or buy a house or give them... Like, all of these things play a factor into having kids. They have to because things are too expensive not to. College is expensive. I am in debt up to my asshole with student loans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like and you got yeah. long legs. I do have long legs. <laughs> it's an important thing. <laughs> that's an important statement to make when I'm saying something like that. I have very long legs. So it, it's important because when you have to put yourself in debt to get to a better position in life, it decreases your quality of life. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. kind of yeah. where I'm at as an adult. That's so that's where the a, selfish comes in, and that's a real conversation to have. It's an ugly conversation to have because people like to think about procreating as being bubbles and fairies that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, and butterflies and nah, my nigga, and pink we and blue to, teddy bears. We need to talk about this. It's not always where that. do you want to be in five years? Needs to be a question. If you once the kid thing come up, where do you want to be in five years? Because that's going to give you an indication of where this person is going to be at mentally, financially, physically, whatever the fuck ever. Right. To make sure that they're in a place where they can have this this child that they think is just going to be in addition of love instead yes. of low ROI. And this leads me to the conversation of choosing your spouse or the person you're procreating with. Ooh, and, please, and, and, please, and, please. and we've had Good this, luck. And we've had this. <laughs> <laughs> but we've had this conversation on the podcast before about dating people with certain incomes and things of that nature. And should it matter? And, and why, why it matters and why it doesn't. Few episodes. Yeah. Yes. And, I still come back to the fact of yes, it fucking matters. It's a business. Marriage is a business. Hey, check this out, fam. If y'all just fucking, I don't care. I don't care what y'all niggas do. Yeah. It don't matter. But once you getting married for once love. you start talking about if we gonna be together, this is gonna be the one. I need to know either you're working towards something. Gotta throw that love shit out the or, window, then. right? Or you're already there. Like I'm pretty far off of where I where I where I started at. Yeah, I've made my way steadily up the ladder. I'm in the career I'm in now. I can mean for the next 20 years to be perfectly fine yeah. and make more than enough money. Right. What about you? Right. Yep. Right. Right. You ain't because living off me. Exactly. I got shit to do. And that's an important piece because it's like also, but like if, even if you're in a good space right now, do you have backups? Yeah. If you lose your job right now, what happens? Can you, are you employable? Can, can you go hustle and get another one? Right. Real quick? Are you employable? Yeah. Like what happens next? Does your finger say love? Yes. <laughs> Oh, you didn't know that? No, no. I'm just saying, like we're talking about. Like yeah. I said, like love ain't enough, and I just look at her finger. And love says, isn't love enough. Love is dope. Yeah, don't but, get me wrong. Like, but it's it's not. Yeah, love's even dope when you don't have any responsibility. You have those discussions with people you love. Yes, yeah. that you're in a relationship, but love comes first. Right. But that ain't the end all be all. But anchoring yourself to somebody who is not forwardly yeah. mobile in yeah. this kind of economy. I think oh, is dangerous. Oh, that, yeah, like two years ago, I got laid off from my job. I was lucky enough. I, I got I got a job in six weeks. Y'all saw me. I was just chilling because I, I knew I could get another job. I was cooling. I had my resume set and everything. Then and, they was like, "Yeah, what you doing? Shit, I got another job already set up, and, nigga. I'm and chilling." That's the thing because if you're you need to have some type of hustle with it. Yeah. Because even if you're you know you have a good job, you need to know that your your spouse will be straight, even if they are laid off. Because layoffs suck. Nobody ever wants to be laid yeah, off. Definitely. But you got to know that, yo, if they're laid off, they're still going to be good. They're going right. to figure that shit out. Are you in, Again, and this goes back to are you employable? Yes. Or are you just in a good job that you lucked into or worked right. your way up through, but you don't, you're not necessarily workable on paper to anybody right. else? I, I tell people that all the time you know, in, in, in my world that you have to you gotta know yourself. You got to, you know, as somebody who works in TV, you got to be a little bit of a psychologist, too, even though I don't like being in people's heads. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> boy, it's a shitty place, boy. Organizational psychology is a big thing. No, it is. 
yeah, my, my second degree is in labor relations, and I.O. was part of it. So knowing what niggas like and all that kind of good shit, I was like, listen, listen, listen. I don't like being in y'all niggas' heads, my nigga. Get me out of here. But it's important. You got to know how to hustle. Right. Like I said, I got laid off. It was a shock. But I knew that I said, I've worked in this field long enough. My reviews have been good enough to know I can go get something else rather quickly. Yeah. Right. So I took my little severance. I got a month, month's worth of severance. And, and it's important. Took vacation time. Took some time off. Got it's drunk imp- for a few weeks and got a new job. It's an important thing to, to know because you're, the person you may be dating might have a good job when you meet them. But they might not be employable anywhere else. Which means right, you... you- you can't move. You're, you're you can't not, grow. You're not at work with them. You don't know how their coworkers think of them. Right. Or if they're in a field that has a low, de- the returns are diminishing. Yeah, what if they're in a, a yeah. field that's going away? Right. What if their field's up for automation? Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is things you got to think about. You got to make sure when you go to school, you're employable, which I didn't do. Because I was so idealistic when I was 18. Yeah, because we're, we're, we're 18. Follow your heart. Oh do what you love. My mother, told right. me, my, mother, you my, mother, love. my mother told me to my face, what are you doing? Unless you're really going to law school, you need to find something else to do. Yeah. I should have went to school and got my uh, degree in computer software and just been an engineer, but that's math. Oof. A lot of math. You know how much math I got to do? <laughs> a lot of math. Oof. You, you got to no. do math to find out how much math you got to do. Exactly. No, there's the letters in there, math. You got me <laughs> fucked up, bro. Facts. Addition, Facts. subtraction, multiplication, division. If it's not that, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> I don't want nothing to do with it. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I think sometimes these conversations come across as heartless, but it's not that. Like I said, no. I'm a very big romantic. I love being in love. Like, I think it's an amazing thing. But me being in love with you, me loving you... Um, does not mean I am ready to anchor myself to you and put both hey. of our potential life outcomes hey, together. I can love you from a distance. Tell you something right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you feel me? That does not mean that I want to be biologically linked to you with a child. It, got, there's you, a lot of things there. So you got me fucked up. You think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with you for the rest of my life just because I love you. We sit here broke right. together. Yeah. Right. We sit here penny pension. Right, because I'm not, I'm not in a space, and, and this is something that I say like in dating and anything, like I'm not in a space where I'm willing to sacrifice what my life's about to be for you. Absolutely. I'm not. I've been like that my whole life. Nigga, <laughs> I've been in the mud for 10 years working to get out of it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not willing to sacrifice that because I love your dumb ass. No. no. <laughs> I'm not sure that I love you, but Vegas be calling my name. <laughs> like, I like to, to do things. You know what I mean? And that's another thing. Like, say you meet somebody in one state and they're employed there and they have a good job, but they're, they're, uh, their job is not transferable. Or they can't. Or now they, you're stuck in that state. Or do you want to live there forever? Their skill's not transferable, right? That skill can't go somewhere else yes. to find another job quickly. Exactly. Luckily, most of most people I know, out of the three of us, the jobs we do are easily transferable. You can go do that shit anywhere. Um, there's other better places to do it than others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. if you really needed to, you can be like, all right, I can go find it. I can go find a job in TA anywhere. Yeah. I especially if, uh, where I want to be in DC, the government, TA, aerospace, whatever. It's all down there. I can go down there, and hustle up, and find something if yeah. I needed to. But so I think that's super important, especially for kids that are going to go to school sooner than later. Find a skill that's transferable where you can do it anywhere and be happy and make your fucking money. Right. Because the world don't give a fuck about what you want to do with your life. What right. can you do? No. And, and, this is, and this is where, where it comes to, I think we need to stop telling children to follow their hearts and dreams. We put too much on love. You know? Right. <laughs> and, and instead of that necessarily. Don't hate do I, what you want to. Don't hate what you do. Find something you can enjoy doing and then find something that, that fuels your soul. Exactly. As a hobby. And that's okay. something yeah. like. 
this is what I'm doing right now. Exactly. And, and, and I think we should all have that. Like I am somebody who needs to be intellectually stimulated. So that is what I went into as a career. It is, it is what I need. It's something that I need to feel whole, but I also enjoy things like music. I like to sing all of that. So I go to karaoke nights with my friends on occasion. And that's something that fuels the the little bit of creativity that I have. It makes me very happy. As opposed to my introvert friends that I do a podcast with. I like talking to people. So I talk to people all day. And then when I don't want to talk to them, I go to fuck home, you know, read comic books, right? Watch the, you know, watch shows and shit, right? And just able to, for the creative part of it, to do that because other than that, I'm very left brained I think left brain is the logical side. Everything's logic. I can't creative. I can't think of anything creatively or anything like that. Right. And the little bit of creativity <clears throat> that I have that I fuel because music has always been special to me. I do that. You know what I mean? I stay. I have music playing and, and involved in a lot of the things that I do and, and how I, I even apply it in, in how I um, do therapy and all of that. So it's there for me. I get that. Um, it's something that feeds me and, you know, uh, it, it feeds that emotional part of me, right? Yeah. Very few of us are lucky enough to have a job that is fully satisfied, right? Right. Yeah. That satisfies everything you... It's something you love to do, something you would do for free the whole nine yards. Even then, there's going to be something you hate about your job. Yeah, there's always something. There's a, pro, there's a part of the process that you hate. I like my job, but I want to do it for free. You got me fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll help my friends, but other than that, no, 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 yeah. no, no. Pay me. Right. Right. Yeah. Pay me. We say that all that. Say this. <laughs> yeah, what's if, the moral of the story? If you're having children, you need to have an adult discussion with the person you're thinking about having children with. Right. Right. You need to explain all these factors out. You need to be honest with each other. You need to be honest with yourselves. Right. And make that decision. The decision you might come to, you might not fucking like. Yeah. The decision might the but the it's conclusion, a logical decision. The conclusion might be, I don't need to have no fucking kids. Right. Yeah. But that it's, conclusion might save somebody's fucking life. Exactly. Like, it's like me doing all this car research. <laughs> I wanted to run out last night and just go get it. Ooh, this nigga, this nigga been talking about this kid <laughs> tell you right for, for a year, my nigga. <laughs> but he's hype, boy. Thinking logically. No, nigga. You're right. not going to get this whip right now. You're going to ride your little punk-ass Honda for as long as you motherfucking can, at least until, until the engine blows. there's maybe a baby coming. <laughs> but I say, I think the moral of the story for me is kids cost too damn much. <laughs> I think a lot of parents, once, once the kid is already here, they, they do the thing where they're like, you know, I'm thinking for, for two now. I'm thinking for three now. You know, mm-hmm. I'm thinking for you, me, and our child. Mm-hmm. That kind of thinking needs to begin way before the child gets here. Before, yeah, before you're even pregnant. You need to be thinking. One, you need two, to three. be thinking for three. Yeah. Or or four or whoever. You know what I mean? You oh, need yeah. to be thinking well yeah. in advance for the ch- for the life because your kid doesn't get a say. Right. Right. And they didn't ask to be here. No. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no. You, you requested their presence. And you are solely responsible for what their quality of life is going to be. Absolutely. You know, I, some people get lucky. I got super lucky. You know. And some, everybody doesn't get that. And you got to think about that. You, I would always, I tell people like this all the time. If my kid can't grow up like I did, then I shouldn't have kids. We shouldn't be going backwards. Right. right. It right. should right. always it, be moving it, forward. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. They need to have a better life than you. Exactly. And I can't do that for them. You right got to break the cycle. Whatever yeah. cycle there may be, if there is a cycle, you got to break know? it. And yeah, in like that said, thought, yeah. that is exactly what has kept me from having kids to this point. Because mm-hmm. I'm not there yet. Yeah. No, me either. And thankfully, nobody other than Granny. And also, just thinks I should just have any. Also, your kid ain't gonna remember the first three, four years of their life either. So, but <laughs> I am. It's gonna fuck me up. I know, I know, I know. Shit. I know. Right. But like, I was living with like my parents. 
I was, they were living like when I was one, two, three, mm-hmm. worse than I was when I was six, seven, eight. So it's just like stuff that stuff kids you don't, aren't gonna right. Then you know, but yeah. like I said, man. But yeah, you. Are. I just, like I said, I just got fucking lucky, man. Thank God every day. Yeah. <sighs> All right, uh, we've been talking too long. We had a few other things on this list. Maybe we'll talk about it next week. Gronk's, um, Gronk's retiring. <laughs> it's start. It's beginning. It's the beginning of the end. He ain't done shit the last two years, but man, but man, he made that catch in the Super Bowl, didn't he? Oof. And I hope by the time we release this podcast, Duke has lost. I really hope they do because they keep getting lucky as fuck. They keep getting lucky as fuck. Fucking Duke. So, yuck. Anyway, anything else you got to add? Nah. All hearts and minds are clear, brother. All right, gdfools at gmail.com. Send me ask a fool questions. Um, or if you just want to share anything, just, you know, just want to just yeah, let, let tell us, us anything. Yeah. We had a riveting conversation today, kids. Let us know what you yeah. think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chime in. It's a hot topic, man. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, yes, Google sir. Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Rate us. How many stars? Five, five, five of them things. Like us. Name. Leave a comment. Tell a friend. I'm going to post something this week. I've been meaning to. Just to repost to all your friends if you ever listen to the Goddamn Fools Podcast. Okay. I'm going to post that. Share it. Share it. Yes. All right. Let's get some, uh, get some people and talking. I know, I know some of y'all going to have something to say about the conversation we just had. So just say it. Oh, yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Just, no. Just we're open it. for discussion. If you want to come on and tell us why we we're fucking wrong. I mean, luck, we, I, mean, I mean, we not, but I mean, you, you can try. You can try. You can give it a try, my nigga. <laughs> All right. At Chick Stick the Beard. At Miss Bianca Bissa. The Black of Wall Street. At the Goddamn Fools. Peace. We out. Peace. All right, yo. Um, I didn't expect to be uh, doing the, adding this to this episode, but uh, as I was editing it, um, it came through that um, Nipsey Hussle, rapper, has been had been shot, him along with two others. Um, And about an hour later, we got the word that he passed away um i got bianca on the line with me it's 1 a.m currently monday morning 1 24 a.m so eric's not here but uh we just didn't want to go the whole week without at least discussing it real quick so here we are man here we are with um man the, the heaviest of hearts this was Ooh, i'm getting emotional just saying it this was um is it is difficult to process that man was 33 years old and they shot him six times in front of his own store in his own community in front of his daughter it's wild man um was that was that his daughter the picture he was with the little girl or was that just a just another kid from the neighborhood. Do you know? No, that was a kid from the neighborhood. Okay. So right before he was shot, he was taking pictures with some of the young kids um, from the neighborhood. There was kids in the area when the shots rang out. Um, it's really fucking sad. It's just it's wild, really like, man. It is really fucking sad. And uh, I... You know, watching people process this right now, I mean, obviously it only happened a few hours ago, but like literally every single post on my social media is his face. Like my whole, my whole Instagram feed, my whole Twitter timeline, my Facebook, everything, every single person, um, pretty much that I follow is talking about this. And, um, it is, it's devastating. It's, it's, there aren't words to um, to even properly explain how hard 
this is. And I can't like even imagine what his family, what Lauren feels. Um, like, yeah, yeah, how do you bury the love of your life at 33 years old? Yeah, I, I got no words, man. I don't, I don't know. Like, like he's doing so much for the community and trying to teach people, you know, to be better, you know, to be better thems, I guess you could say. I just, be better versions of themselves. And and the cops are saying they have no leads. They don't yep. know who did this. They are, there's nobody in custody. Broad and daylight. Dead. Broad daylight. And they say yes. he drove away in a vehicle and no one... Yeah, yeah, no one got a license plate number or anything as of now. And again, you know, hopefully they find something, but to say they have no suspects or no leads is wild. But And uh, yeah. people posted, so of course, because we live in the social media era, people posted videos of him on the ground, bleeding out. Um, they posted a video of the firemen doing CPR and checking for exit wounds. Um, and unfortunately we had to see those I have not been able to get those images out of my mind at all um so he was he was shot five times in the body and once in the head um and I don't know like what makes a person in that moment record something like that yeah it was like they were so pressed to show that it was him because they had the picture of uh him with the little girl and I and I get wanting to clarify news, but shit like that is a trauma. It is a trauma for the people watching it live. It is yeah. a trauma for us when we have to watch it by video. And um, it's just triggering. Like I feel, I feel tonight how I felt back in 2014 when I watched. Mike Brown laying in the street mm. after he was murdered. Like mm. that's yeah. that's what's coming up for me watching this. Um, it's really just really fucking sad. And my like you know my heart goes out to his loved ones. I don't know how you know all the work that he was doing in the community, all the things that he was doing to try to change this world, to try to make it better. Yeah, you know, he wasn't just a rapper. He was a philanthropist. He was, you know, dedicated to his community, educated about his community. He was working with children. He was putting businesses back into that community to make it a better place. Yeah, man, for real. And like what we talked about earlier on this episode is when I said, you know, my twenty twenties to twenty fives were like a, the roughest times of my life. And, you know, I was on third shift, and all I had was my headphones and listening to music, and that's when I came across Nipsey Hussle and the the Marathon mixtapes. Mix and um, I think he, I think the first time I heard him was, uh, I want to say Snoop Dogg's album, if if I'm not mistaken. There was, there was yeah. one of those Snoop Dogg albums where he had a verse, and I'm like, yo, who is this? Like, who's this dude? It, and just, like, it, listening to music, those years with music in my mind, I was just music in my mind and music helped me get through that and Nipsey Hussle and those mixtapes were one of those was one of those main artists that helped me get through just whatever I was going through at the time you know right so it's just wild like and there's really been 33 years old yeah 
and there's really been that outpour of people saying like how much his music got them through things because when you listen to the type of things that he rapped about he was really always talking about change and yeah. and, and and process and growth and just being an overall better person and he's one of those people who you have never heard somebody say something bad about like the outpour of people like just devastated and and hurt and crying and just it's unreal it's unreal and we were robbed of somebody who was doing so many amazing things for this world like we have been so many times before him and it's not fair <sighs> yeah man we i mean we're gonna we're we're definitely going to go a little deeper next week and talk about this a little more and, you know, have time to process all of this. I'm sure more news will be out, but I definitely didn't want to go to sleep tonight knowing, you know what I mean? Like knowing we didn't touch on this at all. Right. And then, I mean, right. Is... No, it, it it wouldn't feel right to drop an episode in the morning and not, and yeah, not yeah. give him a moment, especially because it's all we've been like when the news first dropped, I, couldn't move I I literally sat in my bed for over an hour before I could even get up and 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 move or process anything and I had tons of shit that I had to be doing but I was just frozen like you know things affect us we're people and 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 though we don't know you know I've never met this man I don't know him yeah it still takes its toll you know yeah it's a human life and and he's got children, young children, and he's got a fiance who has to bury him and then raise her kids without him. You know, those things are are human things. They're emotional. Yeah, so. man. So, I mean, our thoughts are uh, with their families. Yeah. But something's got to be done. Something's got to gotta figure this shit out. Something's got to be done. That is very true. <laughs> I just, I don't know what the answer is, you know? And, and and again, we don't even know, like, who did this. You know, all the conspiracy theories everybody has now. Uh, is it gangs? Is it the government? Is it, you know, there's just so many fucking different answers flying around all over the place. And I don't think it's necessarily even about who did it. I think it's about how it was able to be done. Why was there access to to be able to shoot this man six times in the middle of a Sunday afternoon. Like, why was that a thing? Why was that possible? Yeah. <sighs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking sucks, you know, man, I... but yeah. yeah. Just gotta hu hug your loved ones. Hold them tight, because you never know. Up when the shit give, will just be all over and give people their flowers while they're still here because you know i think what what hits for us every time something like this happens especially oh my i'm so emotional i'm sorry is like you know it's another young black man dead and and for us that's very prominent because that could be any of us. He's 33. I'm 28. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that could be people that we know. It, it, it could be anybody. Um, yeah. 
it's hard to constantly watch people who look like you being murdered just by whomever, if it's cops, if it's people who also look like us, like whoever it is, it's hard to see that. Um, It takes its toll. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Yeah. So I just wanted to touch on that before I put this episode out. So I got a few more things to add. I got to add that uh, Cardi B shit to this now. But uh, but yeah, I just Uh wanted to call you and get your thoughts on this. Thank you. But um, all right. Um, yeah. Rest in peace, Nipsey. Nipsey Hussle. Wow. Wow. Rest in peace, and uh, we love our listeners. Thank you for listening. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, I'll talk to you later, bitch. All right. All right. Peace. Love. Somehow I escaped the fate of this life I lead. Divorced the street, she tried to kill me and my wife to be. Black widow, silk sheets and a satin pillow. This California king loved you like a sack of endo. Empty Patron bottles and a pack of Mentos. Master sweet, refrigerator full of incidentals. Every day we have a ball like a blonde bimbo. Talk to her like a shrink and fuck her like a nympho. And it can be as simple as it seems If you never doubt yourself and learn from everything you see No, wishing on a star can turn your life into a dream and you could walk on water, just don't look down at your feet Look, told this world I was a star and I'm gonna need a stage Cause life is short and talk is cheap, so fuck what people say When I was 12, a crazy lady told me lead the way I shed a tear cause it was real, this water never straight Now every second is a classic when nothing lasts Gotta take a moment and appreciate the fact that This world is turning
Ho, 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 yo, 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 I come me, 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 us, we, we, Death is the destination we all share. No one has ever escaped it. And that is as it should be, because death is very likely the single best invention of life. It's life's change agent. It clears out the old to make way for the new. Right now, the new is you. But someday, not too long from now, you will gradually become the old and be cleared away. Your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. Everything else is secondary. Stay hungry, stay foolish. It was their farewell message as they signed off. And now, I wish that for you. Stay hungry, stay foolish. Thank you all very much.